My glass, bam, we're live. My 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 glasses. I am wearing glass. Damn it! I got my glasses are gonna be falling off my face. Okay. <laughs> are you okay? This feels this feels really stressful. <laughs> I'm I'm stressed out. Hey, um, what about Pete Davidson? Is he hot, Kate? I don't know. He's got a hold on the world right now. Actually, I should have put that in the news. I could, but um, I've heard people saying he just ticks back. <laughs> he just what? He just texts back. Text back? Yeah. So like instead of being someone that is really slow at replying or responding to a girl, he actually texts back. Swipe him. Oh, that. Oh, 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 oh. He texts back. Oh, oh. Like he's not playing any games or anything. Yeah. I think it's. He doesn't have like that 48 hour rule. You meet a girl and then you don't text her back for 48 hours. Yeah. So I think that that's just on his plate. Yeah, it's more taking the piss out of everybody else who doesn't text back. It's like he he can get any girl he wants purely because he actually texts back. <laughs> wow, I like it. I like it. So slow. I don't even. I didn't even know kids text these days. <laughs> what am I doing here? What's been happening? How was uh? You had a busy week with interviews last week with uh, all the girls. Wow. God, how Sarah cool is and Miranda? How cool is Sarah? No, I, we didn't do Miranda. Oh, you guys didn't. No, we had to reschedule her, but we're going to do her. She, so we kind of got lucky with that. So she's, you know, I mean, she's, her and Sarah are, are like just busy as shit. They're, they're handling mm-hmm. business, right? And no ho Bart. And she's, he's listening. He's listening. Um, she's busy as shit. They're both busy as shit. And then Miranda said, Hey, can we push it back like 30 minutes or something like that? Or an hour. She had some appointment. Um, Matt probably knows better than I do the true story, but the spirit of it is that. And then, so then we were like, Hey, we're so fucking busy anyway. Let's just push you down like two weeks. And she was cool with that. So I don't even know what I'm going to say to her. I already had her. I think I've already had her. I had her on the show once already. Ask her all about pregnant training. She's such a fucking badass. I'm so amazed by her videos and shit like that. She is a badass. She made actually a pretty cool post today. She's talking about how she did some dumb, dumb training Basically, mm. she did some. She did something with 135 thrusters when she knew she was already injured from like carrying her son around. But you know what? My comment. I comment on Instagram like, "Hey, that." She was saying, "You got to check your ego. You got to know when to rest." But like, no, you like part of me like disagrees with her. That not not if you want to be the great Miranda Alcaraz. <laughs> you want to be as great as Miranda. You don't like those are the mistakes great people make. Well, I think that's that's the tendency of someone like that. You know, the right. mistake she'll make won't be resting too much and being too sedentary and eating too much food, which is the alternative for most people. The mistake she'll make is she's a little too active, lifting a little bit too much weight. It's like you yeah. kind of pick the direction you're in based on where you sit on that spectrum. No one's perfect. Would you rather be an overachiever or underachiever? Yeah, probably an overachiever. Yes, I'd rather ma'am. fuck myself up weightlifting when pregnant than <laughs> sitting on the couch instead being like, yeah. oh, I should have done more weightlifting. <laughs> I'd rather fuck than not fuck. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare, Shakespeare. Um, uh, just for the callers tonight, when you call in, um, I'm, I'm just going to start hanging up on you motherfuckers, just so you know. So like, I'm, I'm talking tough and I'm going to be tough and, and it's not, it has nothing to do with yourself, but it has to do that. I have to, uh, grow a set. How many cups of good dudes you on? Does it seem like I'm not on enough? I, I, I was trapped in my head a little bit, like oh, coming like for the 20 minutes prior to the show, I had some like not usually I'm thinking about the show so intensely prior to the show. And I was like somewhere else. And it's uh so you maybe was it when you were taking photos of yourself and face tuning your different hairstyles? 
Files on and sending it to no, us? Was that what no, you were thinking about? No, something else? no, that, no. But that's <laughs> wait. I'm going to show. Can I show people what you yes, said? Yes, yes. So whatever you want. Pretty interesting. This is like this is like 15 minutes before we start, <laughs> and then I get these like string of photos from Savan. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. All yes, that's me. If I was like had a uh, uh, what's that? What's that called? Fans only page. Those are I like just my, think the. <laughs> I'm tuned up. <laughs> God, look how I'm so beautiful. Oh, there was one more too. Did you yes. did you not did you not face tune that one? No, did no, that one I didn't one? face tune. That's just me. That's me before I shaved. <laughs> um, so the reason why I'm gonna hang up is I had Josh Bridges on the show, or I do I did the podcast, the the Josh and Sevon podcast, which used to be the Josh Matt and Sevon Josh Matt and Sevon podcast Josh Sevon it used to be a different stuff. Matt used to be on the fucking show. <laughs> and now it's just Josh and I and I, I had, we let it be a live call-in show and I let a dude come on for like 20 minutes. And, um, afterwards, like Josh was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And and he's right. What the fuck is wrong with me? So like, if any of you guys start dragging and like, I'm getting a, like, a, I'm just, oops, I hung up on you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just a nice guy. And I just think like dumb things are interesting. And so, uh, the you're almost thing- like an interviewer by nature. I think you start interviewing the callers. Yes. I, I mean, I, I want to. I want to know what kind of car they drive. Why do they buy super unleaded instead of regular unleaded? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> someone I really respect today told me that super unleaded is a scam. And I buy yeah. always buy super unleaded and it's fucking up. Oh, you know what? You I have det- I have suspected that I might be hangry. Am I giving off angry <laughs> vibe? Nate, that's so accurate. <laughs> wow. I have suspected that. It is the that- fasting day. It is the fasting day. Wow. So what? So it's very interesting. So last night was one of my kids' birthday parties, and I did something that like I really, really don't do. I ate a shitload of pizza. There's two things I did yesterday. <laughs> I ate a shitload of pizza, and I, I just normally just will, would not eat pizza. I would never eat refined carbohydrates, but I did it. I had like three pieces, which I, for me is a shitload. Oh, now. really? And, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it was chicken pizza. But then now I've also I also stopped eating at five, like to punish myself for that. So like right now, like that's, that's so healthy. Punishing yeah. yourself with three slices of pizza. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so I, I've, I've thought that that I might be hangry. Do, do you guys? Are you guys getting hangry from me? Uh, you sound like you know when a kid's really tired and they just become like hyper. You're like yes. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I, I feel that Sevon's detoxing. Yeah. So what it is, is I know that when you eat carbs ad- before a fasting day like that, like ass carbs, you're making a huge mistake because the next day you're going to pay for it. You're going to wake up just hungry. Yeah. So. Mm, that makes sense. You're just fired up. You're just excited about the news today. Sevon so. keeping Kate indoors when it's 27 and sunny is 27. Uh, so in Australia, today's an amazing day. I think 27 might be around 80, maybe. Wow. Yeah, it's a really nice day here. It's been we've got a couple of really good days. Yesterday was really good. Tomorrow's really good, and then we've got storms coming, I believe. Summer storms, though. Yeah, that they're yeah, it kind of feels like that. Like you know, it just gets really, really hot beforehand, and then suddenly it just pours down rain. Yeah, eighty. You go outside though. Like, are you like fuck it? This is Australia. Like, it's like it's warm water. <laughs> no, because it will go cold. Like that's fucking Melbourne is so weird. It's like. I've never been in a city that has such extremes. Like it would be beautiful today, 80. And then when the storm hits, it's not just like tropical storm. It's like, it will be fucking freezing. Like I'll be wearing like socks and track pants and like a puffer jacket again. It's just like, it, it will fucking hail. No doubt. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Okay. Yeah. So it's not nice cold. Like it's not nice storm. It's not it's Hawaii. Like sunny. It's not Hawaii. It would be sunny for a couple of days and then it'll just get cold again. Um, uh, Susan, could you pull up a, could we see Mel? Where, where did she say she lives? Melbourne? Melbourne. Mel- Melbourne. Melbourne. Are you friends with your family, Kate? Like your mom and dad? Yeah. They're in New Zealand though. They're all in Auckland. They're oh, that's down. right. That's yeah. right. We don't really talk about your parents much, but now that you said that, I just remembered. Yeah, they're in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all hanging out in New Zealand. My brother's in Sydney, though, so I've got my sibling here. Could we? Yeah, could we see uh, the map? Uh, I want to see like where it is, like on the like relative to Hawaii on the equator. Is it like is it equidistant from the equator that Hawaii is, but in the south? Mm, that's a great question. I don't know. I mean, in my mind, it's way further south. Than- it, it's it's south. Like it's very south. Huh. We just used up our Google time limit on how I <laughs> Google Maps. Come to Houston, Cater. Weather is like that, and we don't believe in Divock. Yes. And <laughs> home of Derek Lewis. Hey, that guy, Chris Dawkins, that we're trying to get on the podcast is fighting Derek Lewis. You should bug him, Matt. I've been bugging the shit out of him in his DMs. Okay, so it's in Southern Australia. Yeah, so it's weird. Like we're Victoria, but there's another state called South Australia, but we're actually more south than South Australia. Is is that line above Australia? Is that the equator? That dotted line? Uh, I think going through Indonesia. Okay. Yeah, and then 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 the line to the right of New Zealand is the uh, timeline. Okay, and then scoot over, Matt. Oh, the international dateline. Scoot over, Matt, to the so we can see where uh, the United States. Mm, it won't let me. Hold on. Oh, all right. Fuck it. You can tell we rehearse this. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the it right. Stop, it like it will. It'll just take it back to where it was from before. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Stand by. Well, someone, someone will tell us how dumb we are in the comments. Don't worry. It's, it's definitely not like as close to the equator as Hawaii. <laughs> it's, I can just it's tell su- you that. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's summertime for you. Yeah, well, spring, we're going into summer. Yeah, I guess actually, I mean, technically, fuck, it's almost December. So, yeah, we're in summer. Hey, there was a there was an article that came out last week or a mandate or something in my hometown where, like, you can't have people in your house unless your guests are masked also. I saw that in, in Santa Cruz. Yeah. And what's crazy is, is I posted that. It, it was kind of eye-opening for me, and so many people, like hundreds of DMs started pouring in, holy shit, how are you living there? It's worse than Canada. It's worse than Australia. Actually, no one said it's worse than Australia. And, <laughs> um, but, but really, like you have to know, they don't enforce that shit anywhere. It's impossible to enforce. I think that's the yeah. fucking stupid thing about all of these mandates. It's impossible to enforce, and they're putting all the pressure back on the businesses or the people to like fucking turn against each other, and it's like, well <laughs> – Great, great our, for the community. Our police don't enforce that at all. I have a ton of police friends who are police and they just laugh mm-hmm. at all that shit. Like mm-hmm. it's I mean, they've got real fucking crimes to go out and fight. You know, they've got jobs and it's not to go and tell people in their homes to put masks on for fucking oh my god, it's outrageous. Well, our police aren't really allowed to fight crimes either in California. Hey, we're back. We, I can I can move it around right. now. Oh, nice. Okay. So so Hawaii, oh, so it is. Look at look at there's Hawaii. Okay, so it is. Hawaii is a little closer to I the equator. I forget how far away Hawaii is from America. It's such a random place. America, America. <laughs> America. Oh, that's Hawaii. Okay, okay. Zoom out a little bit. Uh, I want to see where the equator is, Souza. Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a little further. It's a little closer to the equator than Melbourne. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Definitely. You're you're more like California. Yeah. So like if you go to the northern parts of Australia, which is Northern Territory, Northern Queensland, like those parts get fucking hot. Like they like I could not live there. You just wear a bathing suit more. What is that way up in the north of Australia? Is that a good place to be? What what sea is that? It says like the Trevor Sea. What word is, what is that? Tremor? Timor? Yeah, is that a cool place to go? Um, Kakadu well, National I, Park? I, I've never Anything been with there. the word cock in it must be great. <laughs> I haven't been there. Look, I think really? like northern Queensland is really quite beautiful and like the Great Barrier Reef is there and there's like a lot of like touristy kind of spots. But I just haven't been. I don't I just don't think there's much there. How about that place Darwin? Yeah, Darwin is it's kind of another place that there's just nothing really there. It literally wow. is so hot. It's like I don't think you if you're there, you're it's because you're in the military. <laughs> oh, no shit. Okay. Well, it seems yeah, like there's, it would be a like cool there's place so to many be. parts of Australia. Like Australia is such a big place. There's so many parts where there's just kind of nothing there. Like you're either you either go to the east coast or the west coast, north and south, like there's just a lot less stuff. But I mean, I'm not I I am not a um, expert on Australian geography. So, look at this bay. Look at Hoffman. Do you see Hoffman over there? It's on the right side of the screen. Matt, can you zoom in there? Look at that bay. Yeah, yeah. Look at that bay. What? I can't even read that. What's that say? Hoffman. Can you zoom into that? I mean, doesn't that look like just like we should all move there? <laughs> I mean, that's just a mat. No, but but the ocean, not the lake. Look at that massive bay right there. <laughs> go um how do you make it go to satellite so you can see like yeah there you go see all the houses there Ooh. i don't know well there won't be houses there there'll be nothing there like there'll be some little places some little towns but hey don't why, why, when you graduate from high school don't you and like five girls jump into a vw bus and just go to all these places no i went overseas i think uh. like it's very common for like new zealanders to go what we call an OA overseas overseas experience where a little bit of like a rite of passage for New Zealanders is to get the fuck out of the Southern hemisphere and go and see stuff. Cause we're so far away from things. So we typically tend to go further abroad than like just to parts of New Zealand or Australia. Look at all that greenery on the beach. It is like Hawaii. It's like tropical. The trees go right up to the ocean. I'm laughing at Dom's comment. Darwin's good. If you want to get eaten by crocodiles. <laughs> I think that's why people go there. I think that's why people go. (laughs) To see crocodiles? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, wow. There's got to be a – is there there anywhere in Australia that just is just exploding, like where everyone's going and buying property? Like like places like that happen in Mexico. Like Costa Rica is where all the Americans are going, you know? Yeah. So like New South Wales at the moment is the most lenient with regards to rules. Like December 15th, they're taking away all the rules that mean that you can – not so for me i can't fucking do anything because i'm unvaccinated if i go to new south wales come december 15th i can do everything so everyone's going to be going to new south wales um especially people with kids because even people that are vaccinated but have kids under 12 that are unvaccinated in victoria right now you can't participate in things because children to do sports and to to do activities now they're saying you have to be vaccinated so like everybody's going to come into victoria and not even be able to do anything if they've got kids below 12 and then it's just not, it's not a spot. It's not a place, not the place to go. So, um, Northern New South Wales, like that's where but I'm what looking. do you want to do? You say that, but like, I, ha- I have friends who are like, I got vaccinated. I'm like, Oh, what's up? Why, why'd you do that? And and they're like, Oh, because I want to go to England. I'm like, what do you want to do there? They're like, I just want to go there with my family. I'm like, 
You live in fucking Santa Cruz, California. What the fuck could you want to do in England that that's worth like taking an experimental injection? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's why like I'm going to go to New South Wales because I don't have to get vaccinated to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so, so weird for me so that like, people would do it to travel. It's so it's so weird to me. There's nowhere uh, there's nowhere I need to go. I guess I, they I just have like, a different maybe they I have a different like that threshold. justifies it for people. You know, like I've said to like if if there was something that made me do it, it would be to fucking leave Australia. <laughs> like I do it and fucking move. <laughs> I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I want to this guy Dylan. Dylan again. Thank you. Paying James to show up. James just made money. He's like trying to incentivize incentivize James. You want to know what a whore I am? <laughs> this guy has given so much money that when he DM me in my DMs, I just gave him my phone number. <laughs> this dude, I did. This dude Dylan. I'm like, all right, enough. You 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 earned it. Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, nothing wrong with that. And he's a fighter. Uh, hey, if people call the live number. When you're not on the show, will it come through to your phone? No, no, not. I have another phone that just sits yeah, okay. here on my desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, will that phone just start ringing in the middle of the night? Because people are like, oh, the live calling number. Because <laughs> I kind of wish it did. <laughs> How many people do you think have it saved? God, I hope we've had everyone. a few regulars. Yeah, you kind of have to have it saved because it's like, I'm not going to go and like look up another. I don't know. Yeah. What, what's it's it like going to be like? To the radio. I'm curious now to, to see. Sevon, how you react on this on the our new caller with uh, your your new straight to the business format? Yeah, talk. I want, Good. I, I kind of hey. liked it when you asked when we asked uh, uh, marry, fuck, kill. What was it? That's it. I feel like we should ask some questions like that, like really put them on the spot and be like, "Who's your favorite? Tell us." This is uh, this. You are gonna have to do that. I'm too classy to that. I have. <laughs> You're I too have, classy. Fuck I have. You. Uh, I have values. You, you know, two two people have told me. Two one person over over text and one person, one person I don't know and one person I do know have told me. Well, I just have different values than you, with the implication that they have higher values than me. First yeah. of all, I want to tell you something. As in, your values suck. <laughs> if if you don't have kids, your your highest baseline is not my lowest. So like, no matter if you don't have kids, no matter how fucking amazing you think your values are, mine are higher just because I have kids. Like you, you just can't touch me. Just by so like, default. So yeah. So just from there, just, just zip it. <laughs> if I had lesser values, I would have told you to shut the fuck up. Okay. So this guy, Dylan Val, was fighting on January seventh in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's the Aries Fight Series. A R I E S, like the uh, zodiac sign. January seventh in Knoxville, Tennessee. Aries Fight Series at the Cotton Eye Joe. Ooh, that sounds like a scary place to fight. Like you need a tetanus shot before you get in the ring there. And he's fighting at 155 pounds, which probably I'm guessing weighs about 175 when he walks around and it's going down. Um, he just lost his first fight uh, and I haven't seen it yet, but he, t he told me where it was at his first amateur fight. I think it was his first amateur fight. I'm, he'll probably chime in here. Anyway, that's Dylan Vowell. So you guys put that on your calendar. I I'm, I'm thinking if the show gets really slow, I'll have him on to promote it before, <laughs> before it happens. Nice uh, compliment there. Um, tomorrow I have uh, Brian Butler um, AU on. I don't know why his last name has that. I guess that'll be one of the first questions I ask him. Why is Brian Butler hyphen AU? I don't know what that means, but um, he is the CEO of Sucker Punch Management, and he has huge fighters that he's worked with. 
uh, and it currently is his big, big, big dog is Rose, Thug Rose. Who wants to say her last name? Nama. Nama. Nama Yunus. Nama Yunus. She should. She needs to take her husband's name. Her husband's last name is Barry. His name is Pat Barry. It would be so nice if it was Roseberry. Roseberry. Anyway, um, but he's he's worked with Max Holloway. He's got Angela Hill there. I think he has Joanna Young Jacek. Anyway, he's a beast. Um, and uh, there was something Atomic I was going to say. Symbol for gold. So when You're I was when I'm researching this guy, he he um, he was on another podcast, and I'm listening to the podcast. And one of the things that the interviewers tell him is, is that the, the, these podcast guys who are interviewing him are saying, "Hey, our goal is to have like one of the biggest podcasts in the world." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh shit." These guys suck. I wonder if that's how I come across. I'm like, oh my God, I want to have one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And people are listening to it. Like like when we had Laura Horvat on, she's like, why are you doing a podcast? I'm like, because I'm good at it. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be huge. She's like, no. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> she's just like, no. I think right. she meant it with love though, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like <laughs> abuse me. Like, tell me I can't do it to push me harder. Yeah. She's just trying yeah. to fire you up. Yeah. You know, she's trying to light, light that internal flame. How, how is it that everyone, how is it that there's so many people like leaders and stuff who think that we're doing the right thing with lock? Oh, before I go there to the lockdowns and vaccines and masks, I was in the hill. I went to LA this weekend and y- you people should be scared. You, 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 the, the, the people who stayed with me at the Hilton at Universal Studios, uh, Los Angeles, California, a 25 story building, um, all of you, you should all be terrified. Thank you. Wear a mask, triple vaccine. You guys are dead. You guys are dead men walking. Your little kids are dead men walking. I'm sorry. I get it. I get why you're scared. You should be fucking terrified. Went to a Thanksgiving dinner and our relatives poured their four-year-old Coke. And I got to see in real time what happens when you give a four-year-old a glass of Coke. It was okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm clueless. I think Sevon, it's a veil to cover the eyes of the public of what's really happening. I guess that too. But 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 these people really should be scared. Uh Sevon, you were a libtard. You were in libtard land. Yeah. Here's the thing. Aren't you like tripping that there's so many people who don't know? I mean, so I... triple healthy BMI. <laughs> yes. To triple. Yes. Yes. For every time you double your, your BMI is double the healthy percentage. I don't even know what BMI is. You should fucking, um, um, you should get another vaccine. Yes, true loser. Sevon, get Taylor on the pod. Also, I walk around at 180 and I can't believe you just promoted my fight. Dude, I'm going to keep promoting it. As long as you don't text me more than once every 12 hours. That's <laughs> my number. And put that, put that, I like that picture better of you like climbing the rope and me studying your ass to see if your ass is hungry if it's eating your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have Kate Gordon who's standing in and probably going to end up taking James Hobart's job reading the news. And we, oh, we need a sound effects. Let the news begin. Yeah, before before we start, to uh, Kate, did you send them over to me yet? I haven't seen them. Yeah, I sent you no. a link. You're joking, right, Susan? No. Yeah, it's in the link before you 
the yeah. It says it's a Google Docs link. Susa, I tell people that we take this show very seriously. No, I, I got it. I was just in the wrong one. I kept bringing it up last week's, and so I, I didn't. I didn't know if it was updated. It's too okay. late. Too late, dude. Uh, Jan- on January twentieth, Moderna stock was nineteen dollars a share. Do you know what it is today? A lot more. $329. How stupid am I? I sit here on my <laughs> fucking two-bit podcast and bitch about some vaccines and masks and band-aids like a fucking little baby cunt. When instead, I could have had my head up looking around and I could have put $500,000 in Moderna a year ago. And today, I would have... It would have grown 15 times $7.5 million, and I wouldn't even have to do this podcast, this whiny little bitch session I do every day. Could I have $7.5 million, but no, I'm on here. How stupid are we? Please tell me one of you invested in Moderna. Yes. No, I didn't. You did? Oh, Sousa? Sousa. Yeah. And in Pfizer. Not, en- not enough to like, you know, do anything crazy, but... So if you put in a thousand bucks, though, Pfizer like I don't feel like Pfizer do much. Moderna yeah, it sounds right. like it went crazy. Both of them, both, both of them did right. Not not as well as Moderna. Moderna, that, I mean, that could be volatile too because it was just in the wake of them announcing that they had a lead on this new variant, like their booster was going to attack the new variant. Right. So once that got released, the stock the stock, you know, got pumped and it jumped up. But who's to say it's going to stay there? Or not you know. Dude, it's 1,600% or some shit like that, if my math is right, in one year. I mean, that's... that's uh, Once both of them got that uh, announcement that they got the um, government aid of the money, that was where it was going to be. Yes, this mm-hmm. podcast is brought to you by Moderna. I wonder if I'd still be doing the podcast. Do you know how... <laughs> one of my friends who has like 700,000 followers, I go, do you know what an asshole I would be if I had 700,000 followers? He goes, oh, I know. He goes, you're already an asshole and you have 93,000 in dropping. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, hey, uh, uh, my friend, go ahead. How's your um, Bitcoin going? I was just looking at it. It's good. It, it's good. It's fucking Do you know great. there's it's a killing- cryptocurrency yeah. called, how do you say the new variant? Omicron? Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. Oh, I didn't know that. How's it doing? It's doing really well. <laughs> I think there are people that just are taking the piss. So the uh, Bitcoin lost more than 5% this week. And uh, this cryptocurrency added around 500% <laughs> the days in the days since the World Health Organization named the new COVID-19 variant. Wow. So Omicron, that, wow, it's up 500%. That's awesome. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny. I was reading this thing. They were saying that it's a, you know, everyone keeps saying it's an African um, variant. And then, so I did some research and I oh, saw Oh, no, no, no. You're going to ruin my news. You're going to ruin my okay, news. Okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry. You're going to ruin it. Yeah, you can't say sorry. that bit. I'm going to get there. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> you sound like my wife. Yeah, just have, hold on I a little the, longer, wait, wait, Sebi. Wait, 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 baby. wait, just wait, just a couple more seconds, buddy. Hang tight. Hang tight. <laughs> Yeah, it's the media release from the government of Botswana. Is that what you were reading? Yeah, we'll get my yes. Okay, my 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 friend, uh, his his. uh, I don't even know if this is my friend, but someone I know was telling me a story that his mother in law came over to his house for the first time in I don't know 
like a year. She's terrified of COVID. And she came over and she doesn't want to be, she does, she hasn't come over because they're not vaccinated. This, this, these friends of mine, these acquaintances of mine. And so the, the mother-in-law didn't want to come over. And so finally she came over and she had like five masks on and she wouldn't, um, what they went out to dinner and she wouldn't ride in the car with them and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, there's, it's just crazy how scared people are. He goes, dude, she just came back from a fucking cruise. Now, someone's got, like, my head, like, almost exploded. You went on a fucking cruise ship, but you won't go see people you love because they're not vaccinated for a year? And, and, and of course, the, the mother-in-law is a Democrat, and my friends are, I don't know if they're Republicans, but they're very conservative. Whatever that means. You know. Uh, I saw a um, video. Did you share? Actually, I might have seen it from you, Savan. The guy. You should only from- live on my. You should live on my Instagram and, and yeah, push I get everything else. My, <laughs> I get most of my crazy stuff from you. He was this guy. This uh, just in like a supermarket in the U.S. somewhere. I have no idea where. Um, filming some dude with a mask on, being like, "Hey, why are you taking photos of me? Why are you taking photos of me and my 14 year old daughter? What was going on? Why did you take photos of me?" Just like chasing him around the supermarket, and this guy is like holding his mask on his nose, like trying to run away from this dude because he's taking photos of this little girl not wearing a mask <laughs> because he wanted to like I don't know prove that they were like putting him in danger or something. It's just crazy. It's, it's, it's people's way of kind of like placating their ego, right? I do that. I see like. I have probably a hundred pictures in my phone of like parents, like at a cafe buying their seven, nine and 11 year old, three bottles of Coke. And I'll snap a photo <laughs> of it or I'll see like, I'll see like what four, do you do with them though? four, 400 pound. Uh, and you, but I make sure I take the back of the back of the kids or I'll see like four, 400 pounders. Um, like, like each carrying a case of Coke and I'll snap a photo of it. Yeah. I'm curious. What are you, what are you doing with this? It's just my, it's, it's just temper tantrum. It's just being a bitch. It's just like, <laughs> like it's just like, my way. It's just, you just hold just, it up. You're like, just, got him. Just to be yeah. Like, ha. Yeah. It's just, it's just me being a bitch. <laughs> show people this. Yeah. Just, and, and sometimes I post yeah. them, you know what I mean? Sometimes I post them. Um, I would never post a kid's face, but like, like I, I that, that guy was, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I want them to catch me so I can confront them because I want to show my friends why the fuck we're all fucking locked down because you buy your fucking kids Coke. I cannot believe. So I eventually told these 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 relatives we went to their house and I I love the shit out of them, to be honest. We went to we went to their house and they were giving their four year old Coke. And and I told them afterwards, like 30 minutes after they gave it to him, I'm like, hey, dude, you can't give your kid that shit. Like, like you just cannot give a four year old a glass of Coke. How'd that go over Oh, he's, they got it. They got it. Really? This dude, this dude told me it was crazy. I'm like, Hey man, this is a top down virus. And meaning, and and I'm reading this book, um, uh, the cost of panic, um, right now, but basically they explain how this is a top down virus. Like, like, uh, like a sickness, like, like, uh, some sicknesses are bottom up, meaning the society gets sick and then they, and then the people at the top find out or you know scientists find out and they look for a cure this this sickness is a top-down virus meaning we're told what to to be afraid of it like in my life this doesn't exist at all guys like i don't wear a mask my kids walk around barefoot i don't follow any rules i don't do like this is all just imagination to me 
like the way I live my life. Right. So I'm telling this guy this and he goes, Oh, not in my life. And my, and, and this guy's not vaccinated by the way, the guy I'm talking to at the, the, the with the four year old kid he gave Coke to, he said, not in my life. And he's an Orthodox Jew. You know what I mean? Like he's always got like the hat on the back of his head and he's got the weird funky hair and like, you're not allowed to hug his wife and shit like that. And he said, not in my life and my, in, in my life, this shit's real. I'm like, it is. He goes, yeah. And, and he lives in New York, in like one of those um, places. Oh no, no. No, no, he lives in Vegas, but he used to his his friends in New York. He's telling me twelve of my friends in in New York, Orthodox Jews there, have died from COVID. I go, no shit. I go, wow. So it is real for you. He goes, yeah, kinda. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, these people are all fat, unhealthy, and they're completely covered. So part of, I guess, their religion is Orthodox Jews is you're completely covered all the time. And this guy is like, oh, he's like, so yeah. so these people get no vitamin D, zero. That's crazy. It's really funny. I saw some um, like imagine your religion telling you you got to block out the sun. Yeah, there were some graphs that I saw around like just how seasonal COVID is. You know, like we've been through two years of it now, and it's like the spikes always at the beginning of winter, like in fall. Do you think sex acts are seasonal? Do you think there's like? Do you think that there's like? Uh, a month that like there's way more um, uh, fellatio and cunnilingus and there's another month that's like way more missionary and it's like <laughs> and then there's a month that's like doggy style do you think that like there's a like positions are seasonal I, I just, thought you were like, going to yeah. say like frequency like, because I'd argue that all of that all of that like I want to see that like 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 um like you only kiss your wife during her like like you like you you don't, you haven't kissed your wife in six months and then you kiss her on her birthday. And then all of a sudden now you start kissing her like every day and then it wanes again until you're not kissing her again. <laughs> and then it circle back around her birthday comes again. So you kiss her again. And then it's like, you know what I mean? I wonder if there's like any, uh, any, cause everything is seasonal well, and in patterns well, and there must be patterns for that. I'm shit. pretty sure there are like more breakups around Valentine's day than any other time of the year. I mean, I could be totally making that up, but I'm pretty sure there's something like that. Like there's more breakups around the significant events and holidays than any, any other time of year. So, I mean, maybe there, maybe that would uh, fall in alignment with uh, your seasonal sex yeah. <laughs> theory. Yeah, there was. A- Go ahead, there's something to the uh, to the full moon because with all the re- like first responders that I work with, and like I know a bunch of ER nurses and stuff. Every time there's a full moon, they're fucking. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know people in Australia who are like the full moon. It's the worst night to work. Yes, because they just say it just brings out something in in people. And well, uh, I just yeah. think it's lighter, isn't it? Just like you can just see and you can go out and see stuff better. Yeah, but I, I think what Susan's saying is, is like whenever there's a full moon, they 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 find a light bulb in someone's ass, and you're like, wow, <laughs> full moon brought that out of you, huh? How'd that get up there? And it's just like on the full moon, it's always something weird like that. Is that what you're saying, Susan? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I know stuff. <laughs> I have a friend who's a, I have a, I have a friend a doctor who's a urologist and and he sends me the craziest shit. He sends me the craziest shit. Gentlemen, do not put anything in your penis ever. That hole. Oh, that's it. That's I'm done with that. <laughs> oh wow. That hole is a small opening for a reason. Like like it's not even really a hole. It's like it's like the sides touch. <laughs> Imagine getting your penis pierced. Oh, I was listening to this podcast the other day. It was a urologist talking about sperm and talking about like the contents of sperm and where it comes from and like the difference between uh, sperm and semen. And like, it was so interesting and talking about volume of sperm. 
it's uh if you want to listen to it, it's the Sex and Psychology podcast. It was a really recent one. Um, maybe the why most were you listening one. to that? Where was the Sevon podcast? Like you'd come all caught up. Well, I just didn't get enough information on semen with the uh, Sivan podcast, so I was like, "All right, I need, I need to get my head." <laughs> you you fucked up. I'm doubling down on my semen. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't challenge him. <laughs> Uh, it was so good though it was so informative like i actually highly recommend listening to it it was good interesting yeah unpack them (laughs) that would be so amazing what if they just started kidnapping people who do instead you know that that netflix show it's like it's the handmaiden where like they have women who are what if it's men what if there's just men who are tied down somewhere and they're just getting milk for their semen (laughs) god like part I think dream, part willingly give it up though. You know, yeah. like I don't think that would be an issue. That'd be like, please take me, take me, milk me. <laughs> there was a my my wife was watching the show Vikings, and in that show, there was I, I walked in the room one time, and there was a guy chained to a wall, and I stopped to watch it, and um, and I thought she was gonna kill him. And I think my wife thought she was going to kill him too, and instead she fucks him. She she rapes a guy, and I had never seen that in a movie. I've never seen a, a woman rape a dude. Does anyone watch Vikings? Does, did I see that right? No, I haven't seen it. I've never seen it. Sounds interesting. I Actually, that's true. I don't think I've ever seen, like I've definitely seen scenes where women have been raped, but I've never seen a scene where a man has been raped. Interesting. Yeah, she to keep it hard, she taped two popsicle sticks to it. No. <laughs> and put I'm them joking. in? Oh, fuck. I'm joking. I was like, I'm joking. wait. <laughs> I'm joking. They had popsicles in the Viking days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we Here go. Comes. Here okay, it comes. Okay, get it. Let's do it. God. Scott, say something that makes me hang up on you so I can show everyone what a badass I am. <laughs> Speak your mind, man. Speak your mind. So, so what's up? Uh, um, we're 20, 37 minutes in and we haven't said a news story and I have to pee and my coffee's empty. Huh. <laughs> you should get that pill. How can I help you? So what do you want to know? Do I just hang up on him? Like, is that it? Is that enough? Do I just like, dude, j- yeah, just spit, just spit it out, Scott. Just spit it out. You want Kate's phone number or what? <laughs> He's, Scott's testing you. Scott's testing you. God damn it, Scott. <laughs> oh, but I said G. I said the the G O D D M M N I T word. It's a oh, Scott, you got to call back. I get. I need another. I need another try at it. Did you hang up on him? I did. I, did. oh, I didn't even know that's what he was doing until Savage. Susan told me. Yeah, Scott's a good dude. He's like, um, he's like, he was like a sparring dummy. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm so maybe, slow. Maybe we should have like a, a Scott, welcome to the show, question or comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should just have that recorded. <laughs> the dude from the UK. Scott, welcome back. I don't hold grudges. How can I help you? Well, if you want me to say something, I think you'd hang up on me is that uh, gender is a construct, but it's a construct by the community that actually makes something a thing valid. So there you go. Tinder? Did he say Tinder? Yeah, that's what I heard. Tinder? Gender. Zender. You said you think gender is a social construct, right? Which it is. Oh yes, yes, but it yes. Gender, validates. gender, gender. Jesus, is, uh, is, is English your first gender. language or what? I just, I was just trying to say something that I thought you'd probably hang up on me. Oh. <laughs> That's my favorite subject. It was a test. It was subject, a test. 
That's a good dude. Scott, you know what? I love you. And Fuck, I, was, I, actually didn't, I actually didn't hear what you had said. So I'm sitting here waiting for you to say something. I'm like, what? What is he wanting me to say? <laughs> Listen, buddy. If people like you keep schooling me on my own show, I, Stevan Matosian, am going to have to go to barbelljobs.com and get a new job. So please stop calling the show and making me look dumb. I love you, Scott. Bye. What's the first news story, Kate? You're totally out of my Well, head. we're going to talk about – so this is actually just as much for my benefit as it is for the news's benefit. I wanted to go through Omicron because I have no information about this new variant. So Omicron, we're going to go through what it's called, where it came from, and will the variant cause more severe COVID, as well as the media release from Botswana government, which is interesting, and I think that's what you were going to talk about, Savan. So – First of all, what is it called? The variant was initially referred to as B11529. I don't even know how they would have said that. It's just a fucking ridiculously long name. It's like B period one, period one, period 529. But on Friday was designated as a variant of concern, VOC, by the World Health Organization because of its concerning mutations and because pre preliminary evidence suggests an increased risk of reinfection with this variant. The WHO system assigns such variants a Greek letter to provide a non-stigmatizing label that does not associate new variants with the location where they were first detected. The new variant has been called Omicron. Where did it come from? Although wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I, so, so they're not wait, calling wait, wait. it the Africa variant because they don't want us to like <laughs> stigmatize Africa the, uh, for the China virus, the Spanish <laughs> flu, China. the Irish famine. Wait, that's not a virus. Okay, go on. <laughs> Okay, although initially linked We're to- We're such bitches. We are such bitches. <laughs> There's a guy. Remember that story I did last week where I told you there was yeah. a guy who used to beat the guy up and sent him back to China? Packing home, yeah. Yeah, so basically, so I went to that fighter's, um, I went to that fighter's Instagram account. Uh, I wish I could, and I invited him on the show anyway, and I said, hey, congratulations on the win. Like 50 people commented, you piece of shit. I bet you suck dick for a living. You faggots, <laughs> you guys are fat. And all this, and they just got, because- the, like the people who were offended by the racist shit are now calling me a faggot and a homo and that I suck dick. And I'm just like, this just, is crazy. God. And it's like a million. And, and it's, and it's, and it's all, I'm guessing they're all Chinese people. Cause when I click on their profiles, they're all Asian people. And most of them are wearing masks and most of them are like their troll accounts, but it's just crazy that I can't say, fuck you, Kate, I'm packing your ass back to New Zealand. Without I just love racist. that like, shut the fuck up. their their way to attack you is to also like offend a whole group of people. Yes, you yes, know? yes, like, yes. Guys, fuck. Yes. If you're gonna be holier than now, like be fucking be a nice person. Uh, I, I wanted to write so bad. What is the fact that we suck each other's dicks in the '69 have to do with uh, his? I, his I win, wish but you just like could post a photo of you sucking someone's dick and liking it or something. Just like that. get so, just shit. <laughs> uh, Will 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 have one photoshopped. It's photoshopped. I swear. Uh, in thirty seconds. <laughs> oh fuck okay where did just it come make from sure it's someone handsome with a square jaw please <laughs> okay go on initially linked to gauteng the variant did not necessarily originate there i i'm I, I apologize for pronouncing that horribly wrong the earliest sample showing the variant was collected in botswana on the 11th of november scientists say that the unusual constellation of mutations suggests it may have emerged during a chronic infection of an immunocompromised person such as an untreated hiv slash aids patient i wait go Will back to that sense explain that to me why 
unusual constellation. So somehow the virus mutated in a bizarre way because someone else had uh, sucked dick. I don't know. I guess it goes through some kind of like mutation slash evolution and being in different people makes it mutate in different ways. I have AIDS and so I mutate uh, SARS differently. You than, just like supercharged yeah, the COVID. Okay. I guess I, I guess I'll just kind of accept that. Okay. I don't know. I mean, a chronic infection of it. I, I'm not sure how that works. Okay. I, I then then when the shit mutated in me, it probably came out like heavenly. It's probably like makes everyone smarter and funnier. Really. <laughs> Possibly. Yes. Okay. Correct. Will the variant cause more severe COVID? There is no information yet on whether the variant leads to a change in COVID symptoms or severity. This is something South African scientists will be closely hey, monitoring. Hey, that's hate speech against people with HIV and AIDS. I'm offended. Is it? That is hate. That's stigmatizing people with HIV or AIDS, suggesting that, that when they get SARS, that they turn it into something worse. That is anti, that's homophobic, <laughs> that's anti-San Franciscan, and that is, uh, it's bad. It's bad. I know it's bad. You're, you're so woke, Ron. You're so yes. woke. <laughs> so tell me about it. Fucking woke motherfucker. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to read the media release from Botswana government. There's also been a video from uh, the Botswana or South African um like health minister or, or one of their like authorities, like, I guess who's come out saying like the symptoms are mild. Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Um, everyone's going to be okay. But let me just read the press release once it loads. Uh, this came out on the 25th of November. Um, I saw people kissing. You saw people kissing. That's the press release. Is that what you're saying? No, I just, there was an ad up there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish I could zoom this in. Okay. All right. New COVID-19 variant detected in Botswana. The Presidential COVID-19 Task Force informs the public that four cases of a new COVID-19 variant now known as B11529 were reported and recorded on Monday, the 22nd of November, 2021. The four cases were detected among, among travelers who tested uh, COVID positive on routine pre-travel testing. The variant tests were carried out as part of the routine genomic surveillance of COVID as prescribed in our COVID-19 response plan. The preliminary report revealed that all four had been fully vaccinated for COVID-19. As part of the continuing investigations into the virus to establish and contain its local transmissions, contact tracing has revealed close contacts who are currently awaiting the results and the public will be informed regarding the outcome of the exercise. That was kind of the main bit for me. This Oh, uh, did you see where they were from? I did fully you? vaccinated. No, I don't know where they're from. Where are they from? Well, you should look keep looking. I read that they're either from New Zealand or Australia, which I found crazy ironic. Really? We've only yeah. just been let out. God, you guys <laughs> okay well done so i heard it's not even from africa and, and that the reason why they spot it in africa is i guess they have such a they're so vigilant there to fight tuberculosis and aids that that, that they're in the regards of finding viruses and variants and studying them that they're more advanced than the rest of the world which i find hard to believe that that africa is more advanced than anything there's actually an interesting bit here that continues to talk about HIV stuff. The Presidential COVID-19 Task Force wishes to further dispel assertions made by some circulating social media reports associating these cases with HIV positive status of the participants. Contrary to these reports in which one newspaper complained 
claims that one case was from an HIV positive participant is totally false as no HIV status of the clients was associated with these results. So uh, just fucking mainstream media doing what it does best. These media reports are unfortunate and factually flawed and should be viewed as such. Yeah, Holy shit, Hobart. Up on that HIV thing. Ho, 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 so, and that comes full circle to what I was saying. They were trying to hate on HIV people and they're saying don't hate on them. Yeah. Holy shit, Hobart takes notes. Kate actually is telling a clean story. I uh, I don't want to comment because I don't want to hurt Hobart's feelings, but Hobart reads from the story too. Well, I think what I'm doing differently, so I do the same thing. I've taken the actual article and taken out the bits that I think are essential and left any excess stuff that we don't need to read. But for that particular press release, I was reading through the whole thing. So um, you take the show more seriously than Hobart? And definitely seriously. No, I'm saying we, we do the same thing. Oh. Kate, no one on the show knows how to stay on topic. Fuck off, Todd. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, um, on a one to ten, how afraid are you of the Omicron variant, Sousa? Um, not afraid at all. So one, one, one. one. and and, uh, and Miss Kate, um, how scared are you? Did you get an extra lock on your front door or anything? <laughs> to uh, I'm I'm looking for people who have it. If you're in Australia and you have Omicron, please come and make out with me. I'll be <laughs> located at the following address. Uh, it's already everywhere. It's already everywhere. Like, you know, I think it's, it's just, ah, fucking, it's it's just, it's already all over the world. Like it's, it was there before we, they discovered this new variant, you know, there's gold in them. There are hills. Okay, good. Okay. Next story. We're cruising. We're, we are cruising. Yeah. We went through that nicely. Okay. So, uh, something different about, I will not post your comment. I will not. No matter how many times you write in the comment, I will not. I will not say your name, Keith. <laughs> I'll give you any attention. You troll me on YouTube. You troll me fucking everywhere. <laughs> I try to be nice to you because I need every last follower and listener I can get. But I'm telling you, you're you're. I'm thinking about putting an airstrike on you. Okay. Dude, just do okay. a thousand burpees before. So Keith, anytime you want to make a comment in my YouTube about anything, just do a hundred burpees first. <laughs> damn it guy's been on my jock since the fucking really fit oh this guy yeah i know but then he sees me and beats my ass this guy fucking he's in the matt and josh and Sevon uh podcast just making all sorts of comments all the time i just want to just throw him out the window <laughs> crumple him thank like a you piece todd of paper. todd okay. says i look like a superhero in my wetsuit i'd like to see somebody else picture. said well done uh on my triathlon as well thank you it was awesome why did you do triathlon? Because they just told us like four days beforehand that we're gonna they were gonna let unvaccinated people do it. And so you're like, fuck, I gotta do really is that well, the only reason why already, you did it? Like no, you no, weren't no, even I was do already it? signed up. No, I was already signed up. There's a whole series. I was, I'm signed up to six triathlons over the summer. And uh I was like, we're not gonna be able to fucking do it because no one else is running any event without having vaccinated stash status like check-in things. Uh, I want to say one, something. Don't take this wrong. Anyone who plans on doing six triathlons in a lifetime, let alone one summer, has a mental disorder. Go on. <laughs> This is definitely coming from someone who's never done a triathlon. Yes. Uh, yeah, so um, it's excessive, said, Kate. It's excessive. Monday or Tuesday morning. It's over like four months. It's not excessive. It's not as excessive as, as the CrossFit Games. No, clearly not. Those people have crazy pathologies. 
We have this technology to screen share, and instead I do this. We we just had the screen share. You were looking for the photo on your phone oh, yeah. while screen right. sharing it. Look at those traps. <laughs> Look at those. Tra- you have traps in your wetsuit. Yeah, I'm, I'm all traps. I've got no back. I've just got traps. That's how I lift so much. <laughs> no, you I, have uh, back. You have great back. You have good lats. Yeah, I have some lats. I'm mostly yeah. traps, though. One time my fiance was at Costco and she was shopping and she said that she could see some guy from their mask kind of like staring at her and she was kind of getting weirded out. Then she was in line <laughs> and he came over and he goes, hey, I'm sorry to bother you real quick, but what do you do for your trap workout? <laughs> That's so epic. That is epic. That's awesome. Okay, next story. We ready? I really like overdeveloped hamstrings on girls. Overdeveloped? Or just, just big like hamstrings. just big hamstrings. Is there such a thing as like overdeveloped? I don't know. I take it back. Strike that from the record. I just like gigantic hamstrings. I don't know why. Armpits there was and this hamstrings. Picture- You're an armpits and hamstrings man. Do you do you do you know um do you know Bethany Shadburn the games yeah. girl? She's I'm- awesome. I really love her videos. She posts such interesting like little exercises. Did you see her story this week where she or uh, yes it was. It was yesterday. I was watching, looking at her story. Someone sent me a link to it during the Teofimo fight. Go on her story. She's there. She was rolling out her pec muscles. Did you ever? Did you see that? Hey, do you know what she reminds me of? Um, do you know what a centaur is? Aren't they like the half man, half horse? Yeah, she's like the she's like a female centaur. To me. <laughs> I don't know why. She's so Christmassy in that outfit. I love it. I don't see anything Christmassy. I just see like fucking Superwoman. They <laughs> the should build centaur. a Marvel Marvel character around her. How about they? They need to get her and her and Amanda Barnhart are like they're unreal. Anyway, there was this there was this video. I guess it, she, it's down. It was in her story. I guess it, it expired. But she was she's just standing there, and she has one of those uh, balls, and she's just rolling out her peck on it against a wall. And it's just such a slow, crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's a crazy video. And and I was looking at it, and and I showed these other two people who are at my house the video, and everyone's just hypnotized by it. It's like nothing, but it's. It was weird. It was like, you know how the, some of those videos, like when someone's like slicing a watermelon and they're, it's just hypnotizing. Oh yeah. What are they, those videos called? They're like in satisfaction in it. videos. Ah, fucking yeah. Or like it's someone's like, like pouring like a, th- a thousand pounds things. of rice. Yes. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It's just like eating in the microphone. And I am and I Oh fuck. What are they? Okay. ASRM. Yes. 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 ASMR. Uh, Corey, ASMR. DM, what, does that, can, what does that stand for? I have no idea, but when I one of my uh, friends showed me it, I, my mind was like blown. I could not believe that that was a thing. So I found this woman on Instagram. I don't know how the fuck I found it. Okay, it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. It typically refers to the tingly feeling that travels from the head downward with that some experience in response to certain sounds, feelings, or descriptions. These can include soft whispering, crinkling paper, or a gentle touch. Turn the volume up. Okay, ASMR. There's a video uh, of this that's woman. That's not what I'm referencing, though. I'm referencing the, uh, thing, like those videos you used to see on Sesame Street where they show like crayons being made. Yeah, okay. There, I've seen those videos where they like slice stuff. Yeah. Like, like something that's like the sand type consistency and you can like slice it. 
you just watch them. It's weird, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I but go like, on. So sorry. I feel like it's the same sensation though, right? Like that kind of like, it's just like tingly and enjoyable to watch. Yeah. It's just something so satisfying or, or, or like just like things coming off an uh, industrial line, like iPhones and little kids just packaging them as fast as they can. <laughs> like, it's just, you're just like, wow, this is really cool to watch. I saw a video of uh, like chocolate company making an advent calendar the other day. That was kind of cool. Yes. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. ASMR. So you, so you like that stuff. I find it interesting. I don't watch any or listen to any of it. But I found this woman on Instagram who's got like millions of followers. She just eats seafood. She just like puts a camera in front of her, has like a massive Is that code for something? Seafood. I mean, maybe. But it also just looks delicious. Like I cannot I've, – I've seen her videos and every time I watch them, I'm like, I just want to go eat like lobster and like, prawns. Shrimp. Uh, and yeah, she just eats it and she has like the sauce and she's dipping it in and you can hear everything. And like the other thing about it is she really enjoys it. So I think that's kind of part of it. She's just so enthusiastic about it. Have you seen the bread face girl? Um, Susan, please text Keith my phone number. I take everything back that I said. Keith's one of my favorite, uh, (laughs) listeners. Uh, and, uh, I apologize. I had him confused with someone else. Thank you. Keith, who is that for? Is that for me, Susan or Savan? (laughs) Always for you, Kate. Hobart. It'd be for Hobart, who's not here. <laughs> so my five-year-old says to me, um, uh, "Oh, so we we were he he was in bed last night, and I was laying next to him, and I'm like rubbing like his thighs, and I go, oh, you have goosebumps.' And he goes, "What are those?" And I go, "These bumps on your leg." He goes, "I know, but why do I have them?" I go, "Cause you're are you cold?" And he goes, "Yeah, because you know we just gotten into bed, and she's probably go, it's because it's cold." And he goes, "Oh," and he goes, "Um, how about that song?" Um, I get goosebumps every time he, my kid sings that. And I go, he goes, he goes, what kind of goosebumps are those? And I go, Oh, I go, those are goosebumps. Like if you see a pretty girl and you like her, like you could, you might get goosebumps. And then he, we have this family friend named Colette, you know, and he goes like Colette. And I'm like, Oh shit. And she's this really pretty blonde lady. And I'm like, Oh shit. He's five. And he knows, he knows. he's like, like Colette. Like he just put it together so quick. I was like, what the fuck? That's it was insane. nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. Five years old, and he already is trying to figure out what goosebumps are. Colette goosebumps. Colette goosebumps. Yep. I think her name's Colette. Colette. I call Colette. her Colette because I think Colette. it sounds more ethnic. But she always is like <laughs> Colette, and I'm like, Col- okay, Colette. But I don't remember. Oh, that's okay. a Kendrick Lamar song. I thought that was a Travis Scott song. That's Kendrick. Kendrick. I get goosebumps every time. Is that? I don't know. Shit. Yeah, Keith's making a comeback. It's it's crazy. If you like my kids or give me money, I'll be your friend. <laughs> Do you know who the person he's referencing you in every time? Saying who you're re- reincarnated as? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. Okay. I know who that is. It's what he, he's actually it's actually a compliment, but I still am not I'm not <laughs> fucking Keith. Okay. I have found an interesting app. It's called Ground News. Um, The headline of this article is, we all live in a media bubble. This app wants to burst it. We are all guilty of reading news we agree with, and a new study by Pew Research Center shows just how deeply embedded habit is when it comes to political news. The study found that no no other source comes 
comes close to rivaling Fox News's appeal to Republicans. A number of sources other than CNN are also highly trusted and frequently used by Democrats. But a new app hopes to make Americans' news diet a bit more diverse or at least educate them on their media biases. Ground News was developed by NASA engineer Harleen Carr, Carr, something like that, who says her background in engineering is what led her to develop it. It's amazing we have so much technology around us, but we can't find a simple, reliable way to consume news, she said, citing the general mistrust of news outlets today and the sheer volume of news available. The app's algorithm culls through nearly 50,000 news sources, determines viability on a number of factors like length of existence, citations and other publications, what they have published already, and social media presence. While some more ideologically extreme sites like Breitbart make it through the algorithm, Kaur notes this is a feature, not a bug. We found the only way we can present is by giving them different angles of how that news is covered, she said. Kaur said the biggest uh, challenge in creating an algorithm, unlike Google's or the old Facebook trending news column, is to not follow the human instinct to crowdsource reliable news. That approach has a fundamental flaw because we mistake volume of shares as veracity of news, she said. In other words, just because a news story was shared thousands of times doesn't mean it is accurate or something you would actually want to read. Ground News developers also did not want to rewrite relevant news items in some sort of unbiased language because even then, Cow noted, algorithm items are introducing our own bias. So they decided to curate and present any given news story as is, but offer app users multiple points of view. For instance, uh, uh, can you explain all that to me in English? How the fuck okay. is this thing telling us, like, giving us so, fair and balanced news? I thought I'm Fox gonna, was already I'm doing that. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. So, um, <laughs> okay. So when you, you go know to the app, you know what's crazy? Okay, go ahead. Yes, yes. Go ahead. No, go tell your story first. No, 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 no. Can... You make okay, okay. Here it is. <laughs> Here's the problem. Two years ago, they would be like, Democrats are trafficking little kids for sex slaves and they drink blood and 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 like you would hear crazy shit and and 9-11 was planned and like you hear all this shit and you're just like, yeah, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, fucking idiots, fucking psychos. And then some things start happening like David Epstein. You're like, whoa, that's weird. Then fucking COVID comes and we all know that only people who eat added sugar and refined carbohydrates are the ones dying from it. Like we know that. It's not like I'm saying something that's even like and when I say only, I mean 99.999999%. And yet we're, we're trying to do a worldwide vaccine for this. This is like investing all the world's resources into seatbelts and airbags while, st- while still forcing everyone on the planet to drink three shots of vodka before you get in your car. Do you understand what I'm saying here, people? You would you before you make seatbelts and airbags a priority in vehicles, you have to make drinking and driving illegal. Drinking and driving is so much more dangerous than anything you can do while you're driving. Besides getting head. And um <laughs> and so you don't worry about seatbelts and airbags until you have that under control. So we have drinking and driving, like, like that has to be the primary attack. You can't be on fucking drugs while you're driving. So but we're not doing that with COVID. We're doing – we're actually encouraging people to drink and drive and then put all of our resources to um, seatbelts and airbags. What do I mean by that? We're encouraging people to eat sugar and poison and then – oh, but don't worry. We got a vaccine you can take that will save you. It doesn't work that way. 
It does. And so once you see how crazy that is, anything's possible. I'll believe in I'll believe in aliens. I'll believe believe in Democrats drinking blood. I'll believe in like, like anything is possible. Once you start seeing a couple of these crazy things, you're like, oh, shit. OK. Any like maybe maybe 9-11 did happen on purpose. Or once you saw those Saudis. Do you remember that story that was huge for about a year? Those Saudis got that reporter from the Washington Post, and, and they got him into the uh, into the um, embassy in Turkey. Do you guys remember that story two years ago? No. Oh, you guys got – what's that guy's name? Basically, the Saudis grabbed a reporter and chopped him up into little pieces, and there's there's uh, audio and video evidence of it, and they, and they lured him into the uh, embassy in Turkey. I mean that's the problem with the news. A few things – a few things that are so fucking crazy and unbelievable are happening that now all of a sudden we're like, well, shit, maybe the boogeyman is real. I mean, how is a woman who goes on cruise ships still wearing a mask when she visits family and loved ones? Like, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. So, so, so that's why like all the news is like, if you want to know why people believe certain shit, it's because like there's some things out there now that are so fucking outlandish that, uh, that you, that you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta be open to anything. <laughs> and those are the people who are making like videos that are like way, way out there. And you want us to believe them. Don't put a fucking pyramid with an eye in it as your fucking symbol. <laughs> I saw this video the other day. It's in my it's in my Instagram story. It's an amazing video. This guy's talking about the the new world order, but he has a pyramid with an eye in it all over his fucking Instagram. I'm like, no, <laughs> d- 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 don't do that. That's disappointing because then you can't share it. People aren't going to yeah. take it seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, this guy Jamal Kasaji. Yeah, this guy. This story is crazy. I can't even believe this happened. What's the story? Uh, maybe we'll do it next week. Oh, Basically, he, he's the he's a reporter. He's a reporter, and oh, they, the they lured him into the Turkish embassy. He had, I think, his wife was outside. He went inside, and he never came out. And they ended up getting video and audio recording of him for sure. Audio because I heard the audio recording, and they chopped him up into little pieces, loaded him up in a G five, and flew him out of the country. I mean, it's like Jesus. Like you can't do that. And I think this guy may have been a pile of shit woke bastard, but still, no one deserves to be fucking chopped up in little pieces. Oh, he's the nephew of a high-profile arms dealer. Oh, he is. That's what it says at the top. Wait, let me see that. I didn't know that. Wikipedia was was the nephew nephew of a high-profile Saudi Arabian arms dealer. Oh wow, wow. Well, that guy was just a reporter for the Washington Post, the guy who got chopped up into little pieces. So maybe it was payback for something that went sideways with his brother to let his brother know, like, hey, you want to screw us for $100 million? We chopped your brother up into little pieces. Jesus. There's so much stuff going on out in the world that, like, when we look at our problems, I'm just like, guys, we just need to get the fuck over COVID. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's so it's, it's funny you say that. So someone sent me a DM the other day. He goes, how can anyone be worried? It was a, it was a, I think it was a police officer. He was basically saying that every week they get calls to a couple stupid things that kids do that cause kids to either die or really hurt themselves that they learn from watching TikTok. He goes, how are people worried about fucking COVID when there's fucking TikTok? I was like, well, here's a good one. Oh, is this true? The guy who made the ick, really? Sean, is that true? Post that. Post that somewhere. Oh, no, you can't. It's not your show. 
Never mind. Susan, find that. <laughs> Maybe that guy will put a link. Maybe Sean will put a link in there. Oh, I got to pee. Will someone call in and talk to Kate? You guys got this for a minute while I go pee? I'll, uh, I'll go through the, oh, you're going to miss the app. That's okay, because we're going to move on. Okay. So this is the news app, the ground Wait, news Wait, let app. me just ask you this before I go pee. Are you going to yeah. download that app and use it? Are you endorsing I've it? I fucking got it right here. Okay. So what's here, it's just interesting because it shows you if it's left or right or if it's in the Senate. So like, okay, if I open up this story, there's 24 sources when it opens. And like, can you see that uh, like in the bottom, it says center, left, right? Yeah. Oh, but like AP, is not, AP is not center though. Yeah. So like, it just gives you an idea relative to the other ones. So if I scroll okay. through different stories, I can go further and further to either end. Oh, and find which one tends to be more left, which one tends to be more right from whichever source it is. So like the further I go across the other way, it'll show me articles that tend to lean either way. So you just get an idea essentially of the bias of the articles that you're reading. Yeah, that made me have to pee even more. <laughs> Okay, moving on. This is actually a follow-up from a few weeks ago. James was talking about this because we were all uh, going on about how the new Swedish prime minister, it was the first female, and then it was like the first majority female parliament or something along those lines in terms of like the new people that had been voted in to their government. However, Sweden's first female prime minister, the social democrat Magdalena Andersson, has resigned less than 12 hours into the job when the coalition <laughs> collapsed, plunging the country into further political uncertainty. It sounds like there's some hectic stuff happening with regards to the government in Sweden. Andersson said a decision by the Green Party, the junior party in the coalition, to quit had forced her to resign. She added that she had told the Speaker of Parliament she hoped to be chosen as prime minister again as the head of a single party government. The Green Party said it would leave government after the coalition's budget bill was rejected by parliament. In a turbulent sequence of events on Wednesday, Anderson had earlier in the day become the first woman elected to the post of prime minister in Sweden after clinching a last-minute deal with the left party to raise pensions in exchange for its backing in Wednesday's vote. The prime minister is elected by parliament. But the small centre party withdrew its support for Anderson's budget because of the concessions made to the left, leaving the budget with insufficient vote votes to pass in Parliament. Parliament then adopted an alternative budget presented by the opposition conservative moderates, Christian Democrats, and far-right Sweden Democrats. The fatal blow came when the Greens leader, Per Boland, said his party could not tolerate the opposition's historic budget drafted for the first time with the far-right and quit the government. Among other things, the Greens said a planned tax cut on petrol would lead to higher emissions. That left Anderson, who had taken over as Prime Minister from Stefan Luff, then as head of a minority coalition backed by the left and centre parties with no option but to hand in her resignation. The Speaker of Parliament would now decide in the next, uh, the next step process of finding a new government there is a constitutional practice that a coalition government should resign when one party quits anderson told reporters i don't want to lead a government whose legitimacy will be questioned so she fucking quit she's out she was in for less than 12 hours <laughs> apparently she's pretty hectic apparently she's she's like people are scared of her i wish i could tell you i heard that story I was looking at the trailer for Dissident. I apologize. For what? Dissident? But, but, 
Yeah, for Dissident, for that move for the movie about Kostoji dying. I was over here watching the trailer, fucking shows live, taking a piss, watching movie trailers, just fucking just dropping the ball. I'm so sorry. Uh, what country is that? Jesus. Sweden. Sweden. We were talking about it a while ago with it, the it, new it, female like parliament, but uh just bliss unless females are gonna be in there. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So why did you drop out? Is. Sum that up for me again. Sorry, I suck. I uh, suck. So there was some votes that happened based on a new budget, and then one party said we're not interested in the budget, and she she quit because of that. Because a party quit, so she quit. Something something super government stuff that I'm like, ah, it's just it's very complex, I believe. Uh, we need more women in government. I don't know if that's true. Strike that from the record, too. That's a second thing. I've never stricken everything from the record. Strike that thing from the record, too. The fucking soundbite just popped in my head. Okay. All right. Kate, Kate, you're doing a marvelous job. Cool. Okay, Susie, moving on. Well, especially compared to Sousa. Especially compared to Sousa? Ah, oh, poor low-budget steve Low-budget steve Just the whipping post over here. <laughs> Is Craig White okay. from Austria? Is this, is this guy from your country? No, he's from Canada. I screwed that up last time. Oh. Yeah. I, I never know. I feel like there should be something when people comment to be like, Australia, blah, 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 blah. Canada, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'd like to know what country you're from, what color you are, and how old you are when you lost your virginity. I think those oh, are all relevant to me. You should judging. say uh, names, country, pronouns, please, and then question and comment. That would be Perfect. so countryist of us. So racist. <clears throat> Okay. Is Hobart um, watching tonight? He would have commented by now, surely. I think, I think he would have he called is. in when you were peeing, and he didn't. That's true. So. That's true. And held taken one for the team. That's true. Okay. Smugglers are making bank. Channel migrant deaths. Smugglers net millions per kilometer. The price to uh, cross the English Channel varies according to the network of smugglers between 3,000 and 7,000 euros. Um, and I don't know if that's been converted to Australian or US dollars. But Wait, before three- you say that, uh, before you go, uh, Matt, uh, do you know where yeah. the um, uh, English Channel is? Um, I would assume by uh, England. And do you know what's on the other side of it, on the other side of the English Channel? France. I don't know. I'm just taking a shot in the dark. That here. would be my guess too, Kate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's France. All right, mostly because of reading the article. But, but, Can we but bring none it up of us know. None Can of us are willing to bet two inches of our penis on it. I'll I'll bet all inches of my penis on that. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet two inches of your penis on oh. it. <laughs> You're a good dude, Susan. You're a good dude. Come on, man. We this story's about the English Channel. We don't even know where the fuck it is. That's like the, the is that between that's like you take a ferry from the White Rocks of Dover over to what's the place in France? It's English like Channel. Yeah, I think it's like uh, Northern France to English England. Bring it up. Can we do map it? Map map it like we did with Melbourne. We've yeah. exceeded our map time. Oh man, do you know our last show? I wasn't able to monetize because something I put because of that dancing spider. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. They just oh, fucking wow. slap my dick for that. Yeah, hard. Okay, so it is. Okay. So it's basically the waterway between uh, England and, and France and, and uh, all of Europe. France. France. Yeah, northern France. What's that? Yeah, okay. Hey, zoom in there people, a little bit. I took a, it, right? I, yeah, yeah. There's people have swam there and back. I think, I think some lady holds the record for how many times there and back and there, like without getting out of the water. 
It's kind of crazy. Hey, so and you know people, what? The, people are this like lady was a little smuggled into the UK via okay. this channel. From where? From all over the place. So they get to northern France and then they try and get across the water, the channel. Um, okay. So, so how much does it cost? Th- Sorry, I got I was so totally three thousand to seven thousand euros. Um, and that is three thousand euros. Let's see, three thousand euro to USD. Yeah, okay, three thousand three hundred USD, which is what was in the article. So three hundred, three thousand USD to about eight thousand US dollars. Often the fee includes a very short-term tent rental in the windy dunes of northern France and food cooked over fires that sputter in the rain that falls for more than half of the month of November in the Calais region. Uh, sometimes but not always, it includes a life vest and vu- fuel for the outboard motor. Do you have and to be vaccinated who- <laughs> and do you have to wear a mask? <laughs> I think it's BYO mask. And the people who collect the money, up to 300,000 euros, which is 432,000 US dollars per boat that makes it across the narrows of the channel, are not the ones arrested in the periodic raids along the coastline. They are just what, what French police call the little hands. Now, French authorities are hoping to move up the chain of command. The French judicial investigation into Wednesday's sinking that killed 27 people has been turned over to Paris-based prosecutors who specialize in organized crime. To cross the 33-kilometer, which is 20 miles, narrow point of the channel, the rubber dinghies must navigate frigid waters and passing cargo ships. As of November 17th, 23,000 people had crossed successfully, according to Britain's home office. France intercepted about 19,000 people. At a minimum, then, smuggling organizations this year have netted 69 million euros, 77.7 million US. 69, how convenient. How convenient. (laughs) How convenient. That's 2 million euros per kilometer. 69 million euros. Jeez. This has become so profitable, profitable for criminals that it's going to take a phenomenal amount of effort to shift it. This is a golden age for smugglers and organized crime because countries are in disarray. Uh, said when you fuck boo. up pronunciations, 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 Kate, no one knows. <laughs> they just they say, oh, she's Australian. That's the my... they say yeah, that's why <laughs> they say it. <laughs> and matter of fact, most Americans are like, oh, that's how you say it. They probably are like, oh, she's <laughs> yeah. right. We say it wrong. I'm, I'm being honest like that's serious. <laughs> All right. I'll just act like I made to do it. Think of it like a shipping and logistics company, Vu said. The leg through Central Europe can cost around 4,000 euros, according to Austrian authorities, who on Saturday announced the arrest of 15 people suspected of smuggling Syrian, Lebanese, and Egyptian migrants into the country in van loads of 12 to 15 people. The suspects transported more than 700 people at a total cost of more than 2.5 million euros, police said. In this network, the migrants were bound for Germany. Does anyone enjoy the trip? Is anyone like, holy fuck, this is awesome. This is life. Like, hey, why don't we market this to people who have English and French passports? Be like, hey, you want to know what it's like to cross (sighs) as an illegal immigrant? This is like some real adventure shit. Fuck Fuck those business trips like where you go up and you climb trees and you guys trust each other as you push each other from tops and catch each other on lines and shit. Let's do this. Let's do this. How, oh, my goodness, this is great. I work at Coca-Cola and the executive team. You know what we did? We went with <laughs> smugglers across from France to England and England back to France as part of our team building project. <laughs> oh, my God, this was fantastic. Seriously. I mean, it's your life. Either have fun or fucking don't. It should that's all be really, fun. It should all be really fun. That's a really interesting take. Yeah, thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> so I don't got the victim mindset. That's what it looks like when you don't got the victim mindset. Although 20 minutes for the show. I mean, the smugglers today, don't have the himself. victim mindset. The smugglers are fucking making back. They're doing well. Adventure. Adventure. <laughs> Maybe that's how they're it. selling it. Maybe they'll like, fuck. Oh, that's really messed up. Actually. Well, you know what made me think of it is, is the way they write it in the article. And this fee comes along with a dinner <laughs> under the trickling rain, dripping rain of love. I'm just like, oh, wow, a dinner. And I just picture canvas tents and on the beaches of blah, blah, blah. You get one carry on and your first bag's free. She's Australian. I still thought she was English. Yeah, it does. Perfect. I appreciate that. And I'm okay with that. Who cares? Although... I think I, it could be wrong. I think Australian women have more sex appeal and English men have more sex appeal. I feel like English and I, I apologize to anyone from England right now are kind of known for not being the most, oh, this is awful, attractive people. James Bond, James Bond, James Bond, James Bond, 007, James Bond. Is that, that's it? That's all you got? I mean, I just think when I think of English men, I just think of them as just like <laughs> just, just stealing women from just stealing women from every other dude. Like, oh, I think. Hello, ladies. Mm, and they fucking like and then you're toast. They like open their mouth and they're you're done. Like, I feel like people take the piss out of British people for having like bad teeth and being redheads. Yeah, redheads. Good, though. Yeah. OK. I mean, Australians <laughs> and New Zealand is basically fucking. English. I don't even mind. I don't even mind a big old set of crooked teeth as long as you keep them clean. As long as like you don't got like salami stuck between them for like a week. <laughs> uh, and, and, and Australian women have sex appeal because, they, like, your your normal chick that you like probably you need like three to seven beers to get her naked. And Australian chick will fucking like you're halfway through a beer and they're fucking they want to run across the street. They want to like have you a met game already. any Australian girls that have done that? Do you? No, have I don't. You're, you're, I don't know. One, I don't know one Australian girl. I'm just telling you what my prejudices because uh, I feel stereotypes like that, are. Australian women that are is just the crazy. stereotype of Californian girls. Oh shit! Well, it, oh, really? it, is, it's, it is like that sometimes. <laughs> oh my god college was amazing you know what i used to do in college i would seriously do this i would buy a 24 pack of natty ice to drink and i would buy a 24 pack of natty, natty ice, ice. what is natty ice just just the cheapest beer you can get and oh, okay. not a, it's like a kind of beer and i would buy a 24 pack to pour on people's heads I literally would do that. Like once I had like six or seven beers, I would just crack a beer and just walk up to someone like a friend of mine, just pour it on their head. I just wanted to rage. <laughs> I loved raging. Just like, like if you're drinking, just shit should be getting crazy. Right. Natural ice. Would you get like belligerent drunk, like blackout when you were in college or did no, you just like to watch no. other people get fucked up? I, no, no, I just like to like, I didn't want to drink and like not use it. I wanted like someone to try something like, like get drunk and then we all ride our bikes around naked around College Town together. Like I wanted to always push <laughs> limits, sneak into the onto campus and swim in. You're the like, pool. let's fucking cross stuff. the English Channel, guys. Yeah. Like let's just have <laughs> fun. Yeah, let's all get so drunk and let's walk around town naked. Or let's um let's have let's let's buy three bags of potatoes and have a potato throwing contest. At it. Like have a potato fight and go to the park and just get drunk. Just I just wanted to like do and. Things needed to be like I wanted things to be wild. I didn't want people to get hurt, or I didn't I didn't enjoy the like blacking out. People suck because then you had to take care of them. But 
Like I, 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 like the guy, like like you're all sitting around in the backyard and everyone's drunk and some guy gets up and pees in the fire. Like that would upset some people. It didn't upset me. I was like, yeah, cool. I'll, I won't forget this night. This tonight, this guy just peed in the fire right in front of us. Pulled, you know what I mean? Like I didn't care. I just wanted to have fun. No judgment. You like to party? Party, yeah. I mean, not anymore. <laughs> Fuck, I hate partying now. My partying now. I tell my kids let's party, and it means go in the garage and lift weights. And yeah, didn't you have like one drink and like a brownie on your uh, vacation? I did not eat the brownie. Yeah. Don't oh. fucking spread lies. I did not have. I had pizza the other night, but I don't. The brownie. I cut a pe- brownie and I was going to eat it, and I didn't. Fake news. How was Thanksgiving for you, Kate? <laughs> it was um, uneventful. You're not making me stupid again. <laughs> <laughs> Stuntman Mike Seven. I was exactly that when I was younger, and yeah, and you got the cool name, Stuntman Mike. Yeah, I want. I like Stuntman it's a cool shit. Photo. Yeah. Look at that photo. Yeah. That's sick. That guy parties. Stuntman Mike parties. <laughs> yeah. Some of my wildest parties were definitely in the U.S. when I was in college, for sure. Yeah, it was. It was so fun being around cool people, like someone who you could just pour a beer on and they didn't care. It was just. You would have so much fun. We had so much fun. Yeah. I, I lived, in a, bi- I lived in a biking stories. town. Have you ever biked in a big group? Have you ever cycled? No. There is nothing more fun. Nothing. One or two things. But if you can get 30 friends together and just cycle around a town, it is so much fun. And you just stay in a pack and you just like hoot and holler at people. You go through intersections at will. You everyone's got a beer in their hand. I mean, we see that every weekend. It was so wild. People loved it. It would be so crazy. We'd be biking and we'd just be everyone pissed drunk and have a beer. And then all of a sudden you notice there's a cop riding in your because it was a it was a biking town. It was in Isla Vista, California, Santa Barbara. And all of a sudden there'd be a cop on a bike riding with you. And you're like, it's all, yep, kids. And then everyone just scatters. <laughs> Was Isle Vista as crazy during Halloween when you were there as well, too? Dude, cra- absolutely crazy. It was nuts. The, that street is just packed for blocks of just people just out. It's insane. insane. Halloween is another thing that we just like don't really have. That's because you guys are always – that's because your chicks are always crazy. Your girls – our girls carry like a cell phone and like stick a gum in their purse. Your girls carry like a giant can of Fosters in there. <laughs> I just I don't think you've met that many Australians. <laughs> True. Here we go. Test number dos. David Smith, comment or question? Uh comment. Okay. I just wanted to add in on your guys' party talk. Oh, let's do it. I love party talk. So, so our university, the one I work for now, when I went there, they used to throw this event biannually called the Kegathon. Mm. It was the best event ever. So you could form a team of 20 people and whatever team of 20 can drink the keg the fastest. Oh. When? Oh, hey, David, if they're still doing that, can I add an element? It should be that you have to carry the keg across town like three miles too. So the faster you drink it, the lighter it gets and the faster you can carry it. If you want to add that in there, you can. You can take credit for that. No, they got rid of it like probably eight years ago. When three dudes died. Nobody nobody ever died, but it started getting out of hand. It started to get like 
couple thousand people at the event. So someone got COVID and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your favorite keg? What was your favorite keg, David, of beer in college? Hmm. What kind of beer? Well, for that one, they do Keystone Light. Oh yeah, but yeah, I think I understand. This this was my favorite thing to do with kegs at a party. We'd throw one and you get like a keg of O'Doul's and then like a keg of regular beer. They and you'd make send all the O'Doul's keg. Oh, for sure. And you'd send everybody, the new people of the party to the O'Doul's keg and see if they face <laughs> drunk. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, O'Doul's is oh, a yeah. non-alcoholic beer, Kate, in case you didn't know. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that out. That's quite funny. <laughs> hey, what, I, when, what, David, I was selling weed for a while, like uh-huh. a long while. And... I was balling. You know what I mean? Like you, I would get a bag. Of, I would grow a bag of weed or I'd get a bag of weed for 20 bucks and I'd sell it for like 60 bucks. Right. So like I would always have like 500 or a thousand bucks in my pocket always. And I used to just keep a keg of Newcastle on. Hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you know what a baller I was Brown. in college? Newcastle, yes. Brown. Yeah. yes. That's like a $180 keg or something. Not Did you have your own kegerator? 60, no, I didn't. Sorry. I would get, oh, come on. Buddy. I would low, get two bags of ice and just set it on top. <laughs> but Newcastle kegs, I balled so hard. I was, you should have sold I, a couple QPs instead of those dime bags. You could have had a kegger in it. I, uh, I, I, I not only had a Newcastle keg, but I had my own room in college. I mean, I just balled so hard. I had a laptop. I had all the, I mean, this is 49. <laughs> I had all the shit. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Got me excited. Oh, wait. Hey, one more question while I got you. Okay. How's your little boy doing in tennis? I've talked to you before about him. Holy shit, dude. He's killing it. Did you see what I posted on Instagram a couple days ago? I missed that one. So there's this wooden spoon that like, I've only seen like tennis, like superstar kids use. It's a wooden spoon. You'll see like these little Japanese kids or these little fucking Italian kids with it. This is a fucking (laughs) Jew Armenian kid in fucking Santa Cruz, California with a spoon. And it's a wooden spoon. the ball. It's a wooden spoon and he's playing tennis with it. Yeah. And I guess they do it so that like you can, uh, I think, I think Susan's pull up. So you see that wooden spoon? Oh yeah. And so I, that's like, I guess like next level shit when you can do that. Oh yeah, definitely. And I was just in, in the, in the, even the teacher, the instructor's like, the instructor's like, he so never gives compliments. He's so, and he's, I've heard him even tell my kid, don't ever let anyone tell you you're good. Like he, he has this, he has this thing where he does not want my kid to know he's good because he's afraid that then my kid will just start wanting to win. And he doesn't want my kid to want to win. He wants my kid just to keep wanting to get better. And the learning is so fucking steep and forever. Yeah. Huge. It's a huge curve. Why did you play (laughs) tennis? I coached tennis for a university. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh man, and you just you have a really seductive. Do you teach women or men? Both men oh, and you're in men trouble, and women, dude. You, have a vo- <laughs> you do not. You should not be talking to college girls with that seductive voice that you have. You like, you like his voice, Kate? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's Claire. It sounds like he has like a baby sleeping at the house, but I bet you that's just how he talks. Yeah, yeah, it's just my calm nature. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Girls be swooning. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. So so you do you use the spoon? I've seen it a lot now. It's a, it's a new training tool. Like we didn't we didn't have it when we were little. But you know what we used to do with we would just do the getaway, just take a two by four. Oh. And <laughs> and hit it with that. Um it's a new training. What's the word you used? Tool, tool. Yeah. I've I, seen it a lot. I want to tell you, I'm a not gay, but when videos. I hear you say tool, I get a little warm and fuzzy all over. <laughs> tool. Tool. <laughs> 
school. It's kind of like a, a shit talking thing too. We used to say that to people like, Oh, I could beat you for fucking two by four. Oh, you're a new. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah. Don't, don't keep pleasure. those down any longer. I don't want to have to hang up on you. I like you. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 How was that? Was that assertive enough? That was, that was pretty good. good. Pretty good. I didn't even know Waterpalooza had a uh, alcohol company sponsoring it. If it leads to people getting naked, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm serious. Serious. That's not a joke. I'm serious. Okay. Shall we? Let's go. Kate, what are okay. we waiting for? We're going to talk about. Tell itself. No, it's not. Peloton and Lululemon are having a fucking bitch fit. They are going back and forth in court right now. So Peloton sues Lululemon in dispute over a new apparel line. But this is in response to Lululemon sending them a cease and desist letter. So Peloton Interactive Inc., the exercise bike company, has sued Lululemon Athletica Inc. after the Athletic Apparel maker threatened its own lawsuit over Peloton's new apparel line. The lawsuit was filed in Manhattan Federal Court on Wednesday, two and a half months after Peloton launched its apparel brand following the end of its five-year co-branding relationship with Lululemon. A oh, shit. Peloton called, a break Peloton called amicable. I don't believe it is amicable anymore. Peloton said Lululemon's claims that five of its women's bra and legging products, strappy, oh, I'm not going to read the names, infringed six Lululemon design patents uh, lack, oh, lack any merit. The apparel line could help New York-based Peloton rely less on its bikes and treadmills after sales growth slowed because more people received COVID-19 vaccines and stayed homeless. In a November 11 letter, Lululemon's lawyer said the Vancouver, British Columbia-based company would sue Peloton unless it stopped selling its new apparel. But Peloton said its products and Lululemon's designs are easy to tell apart and Lululemon's designs are too obvious to deserve patent protection. On top of the numerous clear and obvious differences in design, Peloton and Lululemon's brands and logos are also distinctive and well-recognized, making confusion between products a virtual impossibility, Peloton said. Peloton wants a court declaration that it has not infringed Lululemon patents and trade address. Uh, trade dress, and that Lululemon's patent claims are invalid. At Lululemon, we are. Could you hold on one second? Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, Bruce Wayne says Beta Energy. Who who has Beta Energy? David Smith had Beta. That was Beta Energy, or was was that Beta Bait? That was like Bait. I don't know. Shit. Uh so are so Peloton is is suing? No, Lululemon is suing Peloton, saying your clothes look too much like our so, clothes. You have a seam up the is- ass crack, just like ours, or like. How do you sue yeah, someone? So, so I guess so they were working together and Peloton, I believe, was using Lululemon apparel, putting their logo on it and selling Lululemon stuff. They've separated and Peloton started its own apparel brand. And Lululemon are like, hey guys, that's too much like our stuff. Fuck you, stop it. And Peloton are like, no, fuck you right back. It's our own stuff. It doesn't look like yours. It's our own brand. It's not like you can't claim that it's your patent because it's just fucking shorts and a bra. So now, but and so who sued who? Did they one sued? Oh, Lululemon so told Peloton are trying to sue. Yeah, Peloton are trying to sue Lululemon now. So Lululemon got all puffy chested, and Peloton pulled out a gun. Yeah. And um, you know what's interesting? I don't know if this is true. Someone can comment in the in the comments about this, but I think that uh, SoulCycle and Zumba make most of their money from clothing sales and from shit that's like outside of what their exercise is. I don't think SoulCycle makes its fucking. 
Yeah, I think I think it's the branding, right? Like the brand sells. It's the same thing with like well, I don't know if this is relative, but it's like, you know, when you go to a hair salon and like all the fancy hair salons have like all their products in the front window, they make so much money from just selling products. Now, I don't know if it's more than what they make from fucking selling haircuts and styling and whatever, but it's like that stuff makes so much income for the business. It's like, it's like, um, it's like why it's so hard having an affiliate because they actually sell what they tell you they're going to sell. It's not a dentist office who's also trying to sell you toothpaste. They're fucking selling yeah. you personal accountability and, and it's, training. It's time. And it's like one on one time. Yeah, and these people, it's so weird with their. It's it's like, it's a trip. I, I don't know if I have a problem with it, but but it's it's it, it is weird, and uh, and I think that's what Peloton's basically. I mean, obviously they. They have the subscription model, which is just kills it, right? And then they sell the bikes, which kills it. But so they probably saw that SoulCycle was killing it selling clothes because I think SoulCycle came out with clothes like every month, and it was a limited run. And mm-hmm. and basically, if you wanted to be the cool kid, you had to have the newest, coolest clothes. And I think there was something like that going on. Well, it's like Nanos. Every year they'd bring out a new one. Everyone was buying the new Nanos. I'm really interested in Justin's comment. Specialized bike company makes all their money on bottles. Like the drink bottles to fit into the bike. Wow. Specialized bikes are expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they a local company, uh, Sousa? Yeah, I think they, yeah, I think they are. To the Bay but Area. I imagine in Australia they'd be soup because they're expensive out here. Yeah. Get them in Australia. Wadapalooza. Yeah, um, I don't understand why Wadapalooza is not doing Monster. Like uh, Monster, I'm just guessing Monster has money to do everyone. Should be it's like the Playboy Mansion. They get all they get everybody. <laughs> hey, do, so there's this guy, um, uh, Fazaz. Did you? Th- th- there's uh, so I asked. I think I asked Sousa today who who owns uh, the Dubai Fitness Challenge because we should get him on the podcast. And he sent me this dude's Instagram, and the guy's name is Fazaz or something. And I looked up. The guy has 12 million followers on Instagram, and I looked him up, and he's what they call. The crown prince of yeah, prince, right? Yeah, what's the difference between a prince and a crown prince? Like you're the you're the you're the one who got like you're next in line. Like you got your anyway. We I, I've, we've never had a crown prince on the podcast. That'd be cool. Is he gonna come on? Oh, sure. I doubt it. I doubt it. But <laughs> but shit. I mean, shit. We got Laura Horvat. Anything's possible. Fucking... <laughs> who who did I invite on the other day? I invited him. I DM'd him. I invited him. We have uh, uh, Aljamain Sterling on Tuesday. We had Alexander Volkanovsky. God, I'm so excited about tomorrow's podcast too. Okay, sorry. I'm excited that you're here, Kate. <laughs> what about Matt? Nothing for Matt? I see Matt. I talk yeah. to Matt like a hundred times a day. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Did, Matt, do you come up on the other podcast like when Savannah's doing interviews with other people or do you just hide in the back? Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. And you're, just, you're just doing like the screen shares and stuff? Yeah, so I'll just share stuff or I'll look stuff up or just try to bring up stuff that would add you know value to the conversation or more context to what they're talking about. So when did you ask, come into this? Don't when ask did, him questions that make him serious. When? Well, I want to know when he came into being like producer. Um, you mean like uh, the first new show we did? Second new show we did? Wait, what do you mean by that question? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering when he started like hanging out, doing stuff for you. Oh, you you don't know the story of the podcast? No. My sister told me the story never gets old. I've told it a hundred times. You ready? <laughs> and I don't think it gets old either. It's a fa- it's a fantastic story, and it's basically the story of my life. So, 
<laughs> I I did the, I did the CrossFit podcast because fucking Dave basically made me do it. He's like, hey, you fucking have to do it. And and there were other people there, including Nicole, who thought that I was really good at it, and I did it. And I was pretty crazy on it. And we had the CrossFit I podcast. To it. Yeah, and and the, thank you, I I think. And um, I was in a race to do a hundred episodes on that with the CrossFit podcast, and I could do whatever I want there. I was the media director, so like I I kind of ruled the roost, and I was Greg's like right hand man, so like no one could tell me yes or no to anything. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and I started doing it, and I was racing to a hundred shows because I knew that people were starting to not like the podcast and by not because it was getting too popular it was like growing really 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 fast it was huge and we we're getting some pretty incredible feedback from the affiliate saying like they didn't care what we put on they were just happy to hear from hq on a regular basis like it was their insight in hq and i loved interviewing um obese people or transformational stories it was like i just fucking love transformation people who work hard and get what they want so um I did. I was racing to 100, and meanwhile, the CEO at the time, complete scumbag, he was starting to not like the show. Greg was starting not to like the show. Um, Russ Green was talking shit behind my back. There were all these people like, talking shit behind my back, and the operations officer of the company at the time, um, Bruce, Bruce Edwards, it, he would tell me, hey, man, they're talking shit, and Dave would tell me, hey, they're talking shit. Like, you should probably stop the podcast, even though Dave totally encouraged me to do it, meaning that, like, I was – they were concerned I was going to get fired for doing the podcast. And and I and I was told that it was because of tall poppy syndrome because I was getting too popular and they weren't liking the fact that I was getting so popular. But it could also be that Greg had a really focused message that he wanted and he wanted it to be really smart. And I don't present things in like a really smart way. I'm articulate as a motherfucker, but I don't present things in a smart way. So, so when we got to 100 and I quit and one of the guests I had on was a guy named – the two brain business guy, Chris Cooper. Cooper, Cooper, Chris Cooper, man, my dementia setting in. I had, it was, I had Chris Cooper on and I had him on twice and there were people at CrossFit who really liked him like myself. And there were people at CrossFit who didn't like him and they didn't like him because they didn't want him giving business advice to the affiliates. But like, I didn't give a fuck if I liked someone or didn't like someone. I wanted to have him on the podcast if they were in the ecosystem and talk to them. So I had him on twice and people loved him. And although the shows were our lowest rated shows, they had the most comments and the most emails and affiliates really liked it. And that was one of the things that Greg always told us all, anything you make, make sure it adds value to the affiliates. Like, I don't care if it adds, I don't care what anyone else thinks. If it adds value to the affiliates, add value to the affiliates. Like I don't care about the people who work out any of that shit always add value to the affiliates. And so I was stoked on him. And so anyway, so flash forward uh, two years, the podcast is over. Then I get uh, flash forward another year and I get fired. And at that time, I had met Souza a few times. He had come to HQ for events we had because he his uh, gym is like 50 or 60 or 70 miles. And he's also friends with Craig Howard, who is friends with, with HQ and Greg and myself. And so Souza would come around. And, and so I started meeting Souza at these events. And we would always talk. We'd always, we were kind of like kindred souls. We'd always um, t- talk and stop and talk to each other. So, and he stayed in touch and, and we, I don't know if we, t- did we text at the time or just email or? No, it is like Instagram and stuff. Okay. Email. And so then finally one day, uh, this a few months ago, six, oh, so then he came out. So then he came out one time and interviewed me at my house in my garage for a podcast. And I thought that was really weird. Like, why the fuck is this? Like, what? leave me alone. Like, cause I kind of do live out in the sticks. I live in a really, Santa Cruz is pretty isolated. It's a dangerous road to get to me and it's a small town and like, no one should come visit me. And so he came out and visited me and we did a podcast and I really enjoyed him. So then flash forward another couple months. And this is, I guess is like five months ago. He calls and he said, 
five months ago, Sousa? We're about to go in under nine months. Nine months ago. And he says, hey, um, what would it take for you to start up your podcast? And I go, oh, I'm not interested. He goes, I know, but what would it take for you to start it up? And I go, well, uh, I don't I don't know, fucking someone to pay me a half million fucking dollars a year. And, he's, and he doesn't even flinch. He's like, okay. He's like, well, we could, he says something, we could start looking for a sponsor or something. I'm like, <laughs> oh my, is this guy like i'm trying to scare him away and he goes so we can start talking more and i go hey what he's like, well i think you should really do the podcast and i go why and he goes well remember when you did that chris cooper podcast he goes yeah he goes that added so much value to my affiliate what i learned from there and the kind of the path it set me off on and i don't know if we haven't talked about how successful Susie is right now but he has some in, he works with some incredible people in the military in law enforcement in uh, and first, all first responders. He's got some crazy, crazy, amazing shit going, and he's so fucking dedicated to his, to the CrossFit protocol and to implementing it and to showing people the dramatic change it makes across the board to their businesses, to their people, to them financially. Everything. I mean, it's crazy stuff. We should do a whole show on it. Um, his shit is fucking exploding. And basically, he said, even though, he, and even though Susie gets all the credit for it, he said whatever he heard on that Chris Cooper show turned his business from not being profitable to like, holy shit, how am I going to pay my rent to clicking him to the net to 10 levels above? And I'm like, Oh cool. And he goes, so I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with me? Leave me alone. He's like, well, I want to pay it forward to you. I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. He's like, no, no, seriously. I do. I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> he's like, what do you hate most? And he's so good at asking questions about, it. he's like, so what do you dislike the most? What, what could I take off your plate? I'm like, I don't want to do any fucking scheduling. And then I'm like, Oh shit, this guy's got me in a conversation. About doing the podcast. And he's like, okay, I'll give you one of my employees to do the scheduling. And I'm like, Hey dude, I don't really fuck around. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fucking become obsessive compulsive and lose my mind. He goes, Oh, I understand me. I'm, I'm with you. He's all common shit. I'm like, well, I'm not interested. And we get off the phone. So my wife goes, I tell my wife, I'm like, this fucking nut job is like telling me he's going to give me one of his employees to help start up my podcast again. I, like she, my wife said, Hey, you always talk about how the universe conspires to help you. You're, you would, you could be a super successful podcaster. What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, Oh, so I just called Susan back like a day later. I'm like, okay, I'll fucking do this. I'm only doing 500 shows and then I'm fucking getting the fuck out. And he's like, <laughs> All right, cool. And then every day since then, I swear to God, the show gets better in some way. And every day, Sousa puts one more. Like, so when he started, he was, he just, he never came on the show. He was just my point guy. Like I would call him bitch. I would say this, I would say that he would <laughs> schedule people. He would reschedule people. He would tell me I need to open a business account. He basically has just been holding my hand through all of this. <laughs> he, he had someone make the logo. He's like, Hey, we need to look at this software. Hey, we should like everything from like, Hey, have you thought about asking Kate to be on the show? I mean, just every, like he just, and I'm just like, okay. And then, so finally I'm like, we had another guy working the behind the scenes and he stopped doing it. And I told Susan, I'm like, we really need someone like, pulling up um pictures and videos and he goes well until we find someone i'll do it and then so now he's like oh. and, then I, and so it's just this every and then he's like hey have we thought about live calls and so he just we're both just pushing each other it's just like the other day on thanksgiving he like i'm like hey i can't be gone for three days without doing a show he's like cool let's do a live call and show from the lobby of the hotel i'm like bitching and he's there, you know, Thanksgiving, or I needed to test out audio the night before Thanksgiving. And I sent him a, a link and he answers it so I can test out my audio. And he's sitting at his family dinner table. So we're both <laughs> oh kind of just on the God. same length of wavelength of being, he's just, I can't get obsessed enough to ditch him. Like no matter how much I try to just, 
push the show. So that's awesome. That's the story. There's no plan. Just like there was no plan. Like I said in the last show that you were on, Kate, there's no, no, everyone's watching my relationship with you and, and, and Hobart and Sousa in real time. Like I've only talked to you one time on the phone. I've only like, we're just, we're all just, Ooh, I just gave myself the goosebumps. I get goosebumps. <laughs> we're just, everyone's getting There's to watch us. Just <laughs> everyone's just getting to watch us. This is it. It's all, re- it's all real time shit. People like Katie, I like this is my favorite show and sends you 10 bucks. Yeah, but me and Kate, Katie's, Katie. Katie's ex girlfriend. Katie's ex girlfriend? Is my ex girlfriend, yeah. Is she? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No. Oh. No. I totally bought that. God. Oh. I, I almost convinced myself. So that's the story. <laughs> that's the longest version I've ever told of that story. I hope that's my sister's one. listening and appreciates it. Yeah, there. And at one point too, we should do more of it because there's so many caveats. And in fact, uh, the whole reason why I became friends with Craig Howard was also because of your podcast. Because after that episode, I like mulled over about like DMing him for like I don't know, probably a month before I pulled the trigger and I shot him a DM and I was like, "Hey, look, I'm in the area. I'd love to have a conversation to come out." He was like, "Yeah, sure." And then I actually um, pressured him into becoming a mentor, which is funny because he didn't oh. have, he didn't have anything set up. And I was like, yeah, you could set it up. I'll be the first one through it. I think a really cool, like a mentorship, uh, <laughs> like locally would be awesome. And that's how, um, my relationship with Craig began too. You're like, I want a mentor. Hey, you he's should a go-getter. Susan's a go-getter. He don't a fuck podcast. around. Hey, yep. Savan, you should start a podcast. <laughs> Hey, he's just in control we're just the puppets and matt souza is the star he is the main character and we're just in his show <laughs> you guys give me too much credit that's how i kept showing up to the ddc's as well too i just offered to uh break down the tables clean up the trash just for like an invite and then they gave me one invite and somebody left me on the email list for like the next <laughs> ones that were coming oh. and i kept showing up and so I kept third, getting invited back to HQ for that. The, by the third time, Danielle held because I never had a name tag because I was never officially on the invite list. And so I'd come up and they would give me, and I'd be like, oh, you guys don't have the name tag. No big deal. They'd be like, oh, we're sorry. Let me make you up one. And by like the third or fourth DDC I showed up to, Danielle, who ran the front, was like, okay, who are you? Like we, this is, <laughs> and so I counteracted. I was like, hey, you look annoyed with them trying to get those name tags in the sleeve. Like what if I showed up early next time and helped with the name tags and I'll hand them out too? And she was like, um. Okay. The DDCs were the derelict doctors club meetings. Basically, it was this thing we did every couple months at HQ where Greg invited a shitload of doctors and, and, and specialists to come talk yeah. about the ills of modern medicine. And so Susan would always drive down and be there. That's, so That's cool. awesome. That's so sick. God, that makes me just wish I lived closer at that time to all that stuff that was going on. It worked out perfect, Kate. You're, you're our Australian correspondent. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready? Kate, how old are you? I am 30, 30, 30, 31, somewhere wow. around there. Wow. You're young. What's and the how old are you? 31. Yeah, 31. How old are you, Sousa? Uh, I just turned 34 last week. That's how old I was when I found CrossFit. 34. Um, how old are you now? 49. Unless you want to look at my, unless you want to pull up one of those pictures of myself where I made myself like eighteen. Don't do that. Some, <laughs> some people might be eating dinner while enjoying the show. We don't want. You've to. actually, you've probably been crossfitting longer than both of us. Where did you start crossfit, Susa? Uh, two thousand eleven. Yeah, that was the same as me. Savannah, you've been crossfitting longer than both of, both of us. 
God, I'm so past my heyday. I wonder, I wonder, yeah, I'm so past. Uh, Katie, I'm 31, just saying. Katie from the comments, are we seeing more people hook up in the comments? I think so. That, that would be great. <laughs> We're creating a community here. Hey, know? he saw yeah. he saw Katie had $10 and, and, and <laughs> hey, let's go Brandon, and now he wants a piece of her. He's all in. <laughs> Um, will it cure itself organically? Fuck them. Hmm. Uh, part of me thinks that something. Question. I mean, the sickness is something is definitely happening. While we're pretending to care about COVID, the real issue is getting really, really, really bad, which is kind of amazing how bad it's getting. Mm. And that's just really how fat and mentally ill uh, people are getting. People are just really deteriorating fast. Um, that lady, Courtney, uh, Courtney Hunt, the, the MD I had on a few weeks ago, she says that basically th another reason why everything's so fucked up, I think it's because people are afraid they're going to die. But she says that from all of the sugar consumption and poor diets and refined carbohydrates, that people can't think clearly. They, that basically it, it, they're in a brain fog and that's why they're so easily manipulated. Whatever the reason, you have to think something is with basically – there's sick. There's just always sicknesses here that kill people, right? And basically, th there's CrossFitters, and we're down here, and so all the sicknesses just go over us. We don't get we don't get sick and die. And then there's people way the fuck up here, right? And those are just the crazy the people who just eat like you know thirty packs of Twizzlers every day and a twelve pack of Coke, which is the majority of the people. So you have to think that a sickness is going to come that's going to be bad enough that it's going to kill a few CrossFitters, and then just all those people. That's what I keep thinking. I'm like, fuck, if they think COVID is bad, what if something real came? Yeah, that's the thought right. that I've always had. Like, <laughs> what if what like about a real, real super pandemic? cold comes? Yeah. Something Holy that's got like 10% death rate instead of a fucking point zero whatever percent. Yeah, sucrose brain. Population, 20 yeah, Ant population. Like, Anthony, you should – yeah, you should patent that. I mean, with a, it makes some a Peloton can make clothes for fat people. It's called sucrose brain. <laughs> anyway, it's it's a trip. I, I God, I wish I would have uh, donated uh, invested in Moderna <laughs> corn syrup in the veins. Yes, hey, it really is like that. It really is like that. Their blood is different. All righty, let's do it. Okay, going to China, commercialized robo-taxis get green light in Beijing. Robo-taxis are becoming a reality in Beijing as the capital has become the first city in China to allow them to offer paid services on public roads. Local authorities issued permits on Thursday to robot taxi service operators whose vehicles can offer such services in a 60-square-K zone with 350Ks of open roads in its southern suburb of Yijiang. Yijiang, Yijiang. Good job. By, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> by is Chinese is your among, first language? <laughs> fuck off. Mandarin. Baidu is among Mandarin. the first to receive the permits, now having 67 robo-taxis in the zone. They can pick up and drop off passengers at 600 points in both commercial and residential areas. These autonomous vehicles can be hailed via the smartphone app Apollo Go, and the service is available every day of the week from 7 till 10 p.m. Baidu said the move will accelerate progress towards large-scale commercial operation and set a foundation for the wider and more rapid development of commercialized autonomous driving within China. Baidu's autonomous driving capabilities have made rapid progress in recent months. In the third quarter this year, Baidu provided 115,000 uh, yeah, 115, robo 
taxi rides. Did I say that number totally wrong? Making Baidu yeah. the world leader in the number of autonomous car services rides, car service rides provided. Uh, Baidu um, said, yeah. Can I? Oh, so, so have you read that $203 billion thing yet? No, I'm getting there. Give me okay. Before, don't forget. Don't forget. Yet. Okay, hold on one second. Um, is there video of this? This is crazy. So basically, you get into a car and there's no driver. Where do you sit? Yeah, probably in the back. Still, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably sit in the back. <clears throat> I would get in where the steering wheel is. Stefan, they have this in Vegas too. <laughs> I wonder what are you if talking they about? walk they off really? the steering wheel. You Maybe there's they... no steering wheel. Why would there need to be a steering wheel? I don't think there is. <clears throat> the ones you in think Vegas that there's cars in Vegas you can just get in on the strip and they just drive you around? Yeah, they just have somebody in like the passenger seat that's like the co-pilot just running the tests and stuff like that to make sure that everything goes good. Hey, that's the company to invest in. Okay, sorry. Keep going, Kate. Tell me about how much money this is. Okay, the last part of this article... Baidu has set an ambitious goal to expand its Apollo Go operations into 65 cities across China by 2025 and 100, 100 cities by 2030. The size of China's autonomous car service market will exceed 1.3 trillion yuan, which is 203.5 billion by 2030, with the top-ranked service providers seizing 40% of the market share. Hmm. Hey, so just so people understand how much money two hundred three billion dollars is when 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 Ronald Reagan took office, I think that was when the United States had the first trillion dollar budget. And this fucking taxi cab company, you know, 40 years later is uh, going to be one fifth that. That's nuts. I was looking the other day. I, I had quoted I, I had said how the United States spends more money on sleep aids than all of Kenya's GDP. And I was looking up those numbers and it's crazy. The, the ship, the money we fucking spend on stupid shit in this country. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to invest in that. Badu. <laughs> Badu. I'm not really, I'm just uh, trying to act like a tough guy. <laughs> I think it'll be the future of all the cars actually. Did anyone invest in Rivian when they went public uh, last week or the week, week before? No, I did. And then and what? Wait, dropped. what? Rivian Wait, is an electric car, electric vehicle company. And you invested in it? Mm-hmm. They're kind of like a Tesla. They have a truck, right? I keep hearing about their truck. I don't know. I haven't seen like what their cars look like. Amazon, but a bunch of them. What $1 trillion looks like. <laughs> hey, um, and how did you do? Did you make money on it? Uh, no, I think, it's, I think it's dropped slightly. It was a, it was a, a stock that was hyped. Um, how how but, do you buy stock, Kate? Tell me about your. You how come you've never talked? Do you have a Do you have like Robinhood? Do you have an app? School us. Yeah, so it's like Robinhood. It's like an Australian version of Robinhood. It's called Superhero, and you can mm. invest in American stock on it. So next um, time, can you text me when you do that? Maybe share some of the the excitement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll show you what I did. Okay, five days, one month. Here's Rivian. It's down since I bought it. Sevon, any thoughts on Mariah Moore podcast with CrossFit where she speaks on the 2018 games? I, don't, I didn't see that podcast. Ooh, I don't know if you can see that very well. That's Rivian. I bought it. It went up, spiked, and then it was like, it's just kind of on its way back down now. Uh, yeah, yes. so it was one of those things that like, That's maybe the story holding of my on life. to it. 
spiking but, and then you know, refracting. Hold on period. to it. Spiking. It might be it might be going up later. We'll see. Yeah, if you hold on to it, it will go up. <laughs> From my experience. Uh that's what she said. You made me want to check my uh, Bitcoin. My I have my crypto, my crypto. <laughs> I, I I switch those terms around Bitcoin and crypto. Well, Bitcoin is a type of crypto, right? So. I know, but I just when I say Bitcoin, I'm referring to all crypto. It's, I'm, I'm you've mess. you've bought Bitcoin, right? I have. Okay, thank some. you, Craig. That makes me feel better. Rivian is awesome. Okay, perfect. I'm just gonna hold on to it. Buy. I'm gonna buy a little right now, just because I think it's an omen. It is. Yeah. It's good. It's it's dropped down a lot. No, not that. Not that. My own. My. I'm gonna some some crypto. Some crypto. Yeah, I know. That's oh, what really? I'm saying. Bitcoin. Bitcoin dropped down. Oh yeah, but I'm not buying Bitcoin. I'm buying some other crypto that I that I. Just, Are you gonna buy Omic Om Om whatever the fuck new variant? Is <laughs> I should, I should. I just should bought a. Uh, I just bought a million uh, shares of. Whatever it was, it was twenty bucks. Uh, <laughs> when is the crypto sponsor coming? What did stand I buy? by, Will. Stand by. We cryptojobs.com. <laughs> This is <laughs> this is our financial segment of the show here, where we give out our <laughs> listen. If you make some strategies, low if, risk. If you need to make a little extra money to invest in your fucking little crypto portfolio, <laughs> then you should go to barbelljobs.com. Clean a bathroom at a local gym. Teach a fat lady how to get off a stool. Teach someone else how to do a pull up. This is what I call a fulfilling job. Oh my god, Bruce! Yes, <laughs> Savan Coin will make a. We'll make a crypto coin. We're just going to mine some crypto. Can it be the shape of a penis? Like instead of being a round coin, like all the <laughs> other coins? Like your little image? Just a just a handful of penises. <laughs> uh, which app are you using against? I'm using crypto.com. Although my, my, I have a mentor. I have a mentor. Oh, I think I told great. you about, I think I told you about this guy. He's one of Greg's old drivers. And the other day we were, did, did I tell you guys this story? And the other day we were yeah, looking at, and he has yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, wow. And it's crypto. How about CrossFit NFTs? I know someone was telling me I should mine my photo library for NFTs. I was actually just oh, thinking that when he said that, I was yeah. like, ah, yeah, that's. And there's actually, a couple iconic ones that are in there that would. One of you guys on the podcast, I think his name is Mark, is actually helping me work that god wouldn't that be amazing cool. and then and then crossfit inc tried to sue me for that that would be i would that would be such great podcast fodder maybe that well they'd have to buy it off you wouldn't they i guess they could try to claim it's theirs it would be interesting i think that fun. one of rich matt and uh, jason poolside would be the uh top seller by far yeah, yeah. That, that's iconic. i got some other ones i got some other ones i got some iconic. unseen video i got some unseen video <laughs> behind the scenes no i don't i'm just joking i don't, I don't. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Kim Jong-un bans citizens ripping off his stylish leather coats. Now, I have to apologize because the original story that I read, I really liked because um, it's basically Kim Jong-un being like, fuck you guys for making copies of my leather coat and making police, like be fashion police. The story was not as as good, but we're going to roll with it. Well, sorry, what happened? Why, why did you wait? What happened to the original story? I don't, I don't know. I actually don't know what happened. I'd saved the story yesterday, and when I opened it, I'd saved a different link, so I don't know what I did. Maybe you were drunk so, the first time you read it, and you thought it was good, and the second time it wasn't so maybe, good. Like maybe I was, reading like, I was reading like a far left version, and then today I woke up as a far right. I don't know. 
Okay, authorities in North Korea are cracking down on residents wearing leather trench coats. Uh, says Radio Free Asia, a U.S. government-funded news operation with extensive sources in North Korea. This article is coming out of South Korea, by the way. They're saying it is disrespectful to emulate the fashion choices of the country's leader. The crackdown comes as Kim approaches the 10th anniversary since he assumed power after the death of his long-ruling father, Kim Jong-un. Wait a second. Here's what's crazy. You're reading mm. this like it's crazy. You're reading this. I'm projecting. You're reading this like this is absurd. Fuck North Korea. The leader's lost his mind, blah, 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 blah. Dude, there's people in our country who think that if you're white and you get braided hair, it's cultural appropriation. We had to change the names of like sports teams mm-hmm. from Indians to other shit. Like, listen, people, this isn't this isn't North Korea. This is your country, the United States of America. They we we there's people in our country who this is like the cool thing to do. This is not just Kim Jong-un. This is like this is this is our neighbors are like that. How dare you call your truck the taco mobile? That is disrespect. How dare you say that black people eat watermelon? How dare you refer to Chinese people as rice eaters? Like, like you like telling the truth is like racist now. By the way, I don't know if black people really eat watermelon. I just made that up. I mean, I didn't make it up, but like I just know that's one of the things you're not supposed to say. But I do know Chinese people eat rice. It's just nuts that it's it's nuts that this article is like I know it. I know what the point is. Is like they're fucking nuts. But yet, but but yet, uh, uh, who, who is the famous uh, Bo Derek um, had in that movie Ten? God, I'm showing my age. Has anyone ever seen that movie Bo Derek Ten? Do you know Ten? Oh. My goodness. Anyway, you can't be a white person. Yeah, I can't have cornrows. They say it's cultural appropriation or something like that. Remember when I'm... Uh, it's Kim Jong-un appropriation. His. You wore a leather trench coat. Fucking wackadoodles. You're all fucking nuts. I mean, not us listening to the show. I mean, the people not listening to the show. What's really interesting is... So I listened to um, uh, Yeon Mi on Joe Rogan. She's from Australian women drink fucking big cans of Fosters and get drunk and put out. <laughs> I'm trying to start a trend like of just like stereotypes and prejudices. Okay, go on. Every time you say Fosters and someone said it in the comments before, everyone knows that you don't know any Australians. Right. <laughs> that's that's, like, that's the giveaway. Don't, I don't think they drink uh, it. <laughs> I've never drunk Fosters before. <laughs> okay, what um, were you saying? Sorry. Uh, Yon Mi. Okay, it's a woman who escaped North Korea and she comes on Joe Rogan's show and tells her story. And like when you listen to her talking about the shit that she's seen and the shit that she's been through, it like, fuck – I don't even know how people are getting leather coats in North Korea. Like I just like they're saying that they're copying them and they're making them somewhere and they're like, you know, getting getting them in from China or something. I don't know how the fuck they're doing that because people are dying over this. Can I say something about her that I don't see anyone saying? About who? That chick who she's been on Joe Rogan and she's been on Joe's podcast. How fucking hot is she? And have you seen her Instagram? Like she has these giant fake bolt-ons. Boobs, yeah. Huge titties. Yeah, and she's, she's like... So small. They're yeah, so it's like... It's really interesting the juxtaposition of her story and the way she looks. You you expect, like... It, it's, it's, a, it's a really harsh story. You just expect, like, this beat-up, fragile woman. Instead, it's this, this just, like, chick that I'm sure every dude who sees her is like, damn... Hook it up. Anyway. 
in the in the sex vernacular, they, she might even refer to her as a spinner. Okay, okay, Sevy, that's enough. That's enough. There, yeah, there she is. Yes, Yomi. What's her name? Yomi. Oh, did I, did I see the word fragile right there? Oh, yeah, look, fragile liberty. Oh, no, yeah. Yomi Park, yeah, and she's just smoking. But I don't think you're supposed to talk about how sm ridiculously smoking she is because she has a, a story of hardship. She's the one who's like dad died, like trying to save her and shit, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, the stories are crazy, especially when they're like, oh, yeah, what what preference of like color do you have or what preference of clothing do you wear? And she was like, "We, I don't even know what that meant. We've never had choices before. I never got to pick what my favorite anything was. Hey, can you go back out to like her main? Um, I want to see like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Scroll down a little bit. Yeah. She's like, uh, she's like, a. Uh, she's like the hottest chick ever to come out of North Korea. Yeah. She's, she's like a sex symbol. And yet she has, a, yeah, maybe that's her dad. This is yeah. her dad. No. Maybe I don't know someone no. hold, or maybe that was the guy who who raped like her. Some I don't famous know. basketball player or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's her as an adult. Yeah, look, it's like twelve yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> and look, she has to grab her top to make sure it doesn't fall off right when she goes down. She's like, whoa. <laughs> uh, it's hectic. hectic. Yeah, look Sorry. at the look at that top she's wearing with Joe Rogan. I mean, it looks like she's like smuggling heroin into the country. <laughs> It's been interesting because I saw her on a interview years back, like three years back or more. And uh, it's been interesting to watch it, watch like her evolve since then. Mm. Like it wasn't. Yeah. In what way? Just like more aesthetically pleasing, I guess. Her fashion stuff started to go up. There was more makeup, that type of stuff. And, you know, after being what she's been through. I don't, you know, who knows? I don't blame her for wanting the attention or enjoying that. Yeah. I mean, she's become like a pretty big public figure, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to block a user right now. Sorry. I got distracted. Yeah. I was yeah. watching that happen in the comments. Hey, do you see that I blocked one of There's their another comments? another one. I know. I can't block that one. Will you try to block that? Try to block that user. Don't put the user on timeout. Try to block that user. There it goes. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy one. The way they talk about like people coming around to check the photos of Kim Jong Un in people's houses, and if they have like dust or anything on them, mm -hmm. then they fucking just I don't know get punished or killed or some crazy stuff. How does so, that make you like him? I don't understand how that works. But then again, I don't understand how this shit's working in well, our country. Well, you die if you it's don't more, pretend yeah. to. I think it's more about fear, not about being liked. It, yeah, it's control. And, and, and that's what everyone hears too. You're afraid to say, right. you're afraid to say anything because anything. you're afraid the mob is going to come get you. Yep. All yeah, Armenian you, people you eat baklava. Like, All Armenian people eat baklava. You baklava eating Armenians. Oh no, I'm canceled. <laughs> And then everybody's baklava. like, by the way, don't eat baklava. It's bad for you. It causes type two diabetes. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> then everybody's like, like you know, if anything, if you do anything, your friends watching you to pass on 
that you've been doing something wrong and then somebody else is watching them. So I think like the other yep. problem with – well, not the problem. The way that they make it work so well is that people live in such fear that they will – like I guess essentially knock on their neighbor because it protects them to a degree or, or they have to claim innocent or whatever it is. I was at Kate Gordon's house, Matt, Kate Gordon's house, Matt, and her picture of Joe Biden over the fireplace. It was dusty. <laughs> it was dusty. Uh, and then when I was, I was, I was, I was, I was at Kate Gordon's house and like I was in her closet and I saw she has a let's go Brandon shirt and I want to report her. <laughs> going to report her everybody's been using that chant in australia at the protests everyone's fucking chanting let's go brandon or like having signs as well yeah that's how popular this country is yeah (laughs) it's just gone nuts it's just like such a symbol is is this guy australian no he's english but he lived in sydney for a while oh i still live there uh what do you recommend for someone addicted to sugar oh if people really addicted to sugar, surely they'd be fucking into bags of Tate and Lyle. What are you reading? Oh, he, I James think he, Smith PT. His why would you want from like yesterday? Have you read Somebody this? Like, yeah, I saw it when it came up. Does he think that sugar is not addictive? Yeah, he's kind of got a stance where like. Maybe he's more like, I know you've talked about Stiffy Cohen kind of being like, oh, well, it's just total calories. It's not sugar. Like he's kind of the right. same bench as them. Um, if you try, if you try uh, uh, just a test for anyone, you don't even have to fight. it. It's the same thing with God. You can do the same thing with God for anyone who wants to debate it. Um, but with sugar, all you have to do is try to quit. Just try to quit. Just try just try quitting eating refined carbohydrates and sugar and tell me if it's addictive. Tell me how you feel. What do you mean by it's the same thing with God? Say that again. People will debate God or whether God is real or whether you have free will or not. There's a super duper easy way to check to prove to yourself that what, what free will is and if there's a God. Lay down and lay down and let yourself go. Lie perfectly still. Don't react to a single thought. Don't move. Show me your free will. Show me you can do nothing. Show me that you don't have to itch that scratch on your head. You don't have to get up to eat. Show me you can lie perfectly still. Do it for an hour. Do it for three hours. Do it for two days. Let me see what happens. Close your eyes. Don't make eye contact with another human human being. Take complete control over your being. Deny all the I statements. Let them wither away till there is no more I left. Then what are you? What would you have left? How long can you do that for? How loud would your brain get? What would scare you? Mm-hmm. Can you just pursue your own death by laying perfectly still? And then what would you see on the other side? There, underneath that pursuit, you will see the truth. And only if you do that, you will not get it through the Bible. You will not get it through Buddhism. You will not get it any other way. That's what I believe. That's what I've seen. That's the only journey. Only the people who've taken that journey of close, coming that close to death of pursuing their own death and embracing death have seen the truth. And so it's the same thing with sugar. You just have to just stop. It's not about adding something. It's not about adding the Bible. It's not about adding a vaccine. It's not about adding a Lamborghini. It's not adding a pussy to your lifestyle. It's about fucking getting rid of shit. And the greatest way you can get rid of any shit, the fastest way to grow, it's basically the CrossFit of uh, 
spiritual spiritual life is to join a vipassana course it's a non-denominational course you'll go away for fucking 10 days and you're not allowed to talk to anyone or make eye contact they don't accept any money that'll that can start your journey of doing nothing and you'll have maybe your first glimpse of god so kind of like that sugar sorry losing myself <laughs> there <laughs> Anyway, I invited that guy to be on the podcast. I just accidentally saw him. I was actually, this is the second time I've, I've looked for this today. But I asked that guy to be on the podcast, and he was nice enough to respond. And um, and when he responded, he, he gave, I think he has like a secretary or something. I think he's pretty big time. And so, did you contact his secretary, Sousa? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, he would be. What would you talk to him about? That I don't know. I don't know. I just saw he had eight hundred thousand. I just saw he had eight hundred thousand followers and wanted him on the show. Uh, the followers things is funny. I just, <laughs> uh, yes, go. I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll like him very much because he's someone who kind of promotes like calories are just calories. If you just eat too many, that's what makes you fat. Don't stress out about it. Why do you? I wonder why that is. I wonder if he just um, hasn't continued to look into it further, or what? Like, I think there's a group of them. You know, there's a group of people that exist on social media that are like, uh, like uh, Lane Norton, for example. So it's like Lane Norton, James Smith, Jordan Syatt. Like, there's a lot of trainers that have got a lot of followers that are like, it's the like, um, yeah, they're just like a calorie is just a calorie, like. It's total calories, not not one type of macronutrient. Like yeah. carbs which, won't kill you. Which is interesting because uh, the only reason we're talking about it right now is their is because of their follower count, like not by mm. the validity of like their arguments or like what they've mm. done. You know what I mean? You kind of look at it and you see a follower account, and we go, "Oh wow, well they have almost eight hundred thousand, so there must be right. some sort of importance to this person." But I mean, that how do we know that to be true? I'm joking and I'm not joking. I'm saying the follower account just because like someone the other day was like, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe we had Sarah Sigmund's daughter on and we have, and she has, did, I, did we already talk about this? No. So. Yeah. Basically I said, well, she has 1.8 million followers and I go, that's really cool. And they go, God, you're such a follower whore. And I go, I'm not a follower whore. What are you talking about? And they're like, why are you so impressed with followers? I go, dude, I'm 49 years old. I'm doing a podcast. The more eyeballs I can get to it, the sooner I can find out if it's going to have traction or legs. I'm not a Purit Puritan or like an artist where I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just have to do this podcast or my soul won't be nourished. It's not like that at all. If I'm adding value to people's lives, I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it big and I'd like to get on with the fucking show and get as many people fucking attracted as soon as possible. And if Sarah can help me do that, great. And in the meantime, if people can learn from her and she can benefit from it too, awesome. So I love just shitloads of followers because that would make the show more impactful. And I'd like to get on with it and get things big and going, right? Okay. This guy, same thing. That's the part I'm kind of joking about. But also, it introduced. It, it's a great challenge for me. The same way I had Greg Amundsen on, and I'm not a god guy, but there is something I can learn from it. So if he thinks that sugar's not addictive, if it's not this, it's not that. Let me learn from him. Let me like those. Like on this show, you're right, Kate. Like I'm just like really uh, opinionated, one sided, closed minded, blah 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 blah. But when I'm interviewing people, I I. I'm open. I'm open to sugar not being addictive. I guess. I think. Right? No. <laughs> You're not buying I like it. it. Yeah. One I, last thing. 
Kate Gordon, mate, is so fit, so sexy, so straight up there, talks so much sense. Okay, so on that all note, talk some comments, sense to me. Yeah. All of my comments now is just so fit, so <laughs> sexy. There's all the people on Instagram that follow you now comment on my stuff being like, so right up there. Just all around good dude. <laughs> hey, will you guys go just to Kate's account and just troll the shit out of her? Just make as many superficial, <laughs> positive comments as you can. You have a nice butt. You have nice traps. You have beautiful hair. Sexy. Just superficial positivity. Dump it on her. Toxic positivity. <laughs> yes, toxic. Yes. Uza. Yes. I curse Kate Gordon for all of eternity with toxic positivity give me all the social media engagement do it uh how do you come a number one on the podcast <laughs> how do you, become how a did you read that that way <laughs> i just i always anytime i see the word come i just drop out be I don't how know, do you how, come a number one a plus one on the what's a plus <laughs> one mean i don't know what that means how do, how does he get on the podcast that's what he wants to know Oh, listen to this. This is it. Followers are a scam metric. I think Will knows something. Because it's impossible that my Instagram account has 93,000 followers and my live YouTube watching is 97 followers. <laughs> okay, more news. More news. I'm not going to be okay. myself. Okay. I don't want to hate on myself right now. Archaeologists discover 800-year-old mummy in Peru. A team of experts have found a mummy estimated to be at least 800 years old on Peru's central coast. One of the archaeologists who participated in the excavation said on Friday, the mummified remains were of a person from the culture that developed, developed between the coast and mountains of the South American country. The mummy, whose gender was not identified, was discovered in the Lima region. Wrong use of the word gender. Wrong use of the word gender. You can never know a mummy's gender. Go on. <laughs> The main characteristic of the mummy is that the whole body was tied up by ropes and with the hands covering the face, which would be part of the local funeral pattern. The remains are of a person who lived in the high Andean region of the country. Radiocarbon dating, dating will give a more precise chronology. The mummy was found inside an underground structure found on the outskirts of the city of Lima. In the tomb were also offerings including ceramics, vegetable remains, and stone tools. Peru, home to tourist destination Machu Picchu, is home to hundreds of archaeological sites from cultures that developed before and after the Inca Empire, which dominated the southern part of South America 500 years ago. From Wait southern a second. Ecuador that mummy's only 800 years old? Yeah. Only. It's more – well, like – I feel like impressed. that's a lot. Why is this impressive? 800? First of all, that looks like some something my wife does to me when like on my birthday ties me up like that. Let me see that thing. Again. <laughs> that thing. How is that thing eight hundred years old? And why is that like? I, I, what, Kate? You're slipping. How about? Couldn't you find a mummy that's eight thousand years old? I wonder if that even is a thing. I'm gonna search it right now. I wonder what the oldest mummy is. I'm gonna say something so mean. Hobart's mummy would have been so much older. Hobart's mummy would have been old as shit. Okay, all right. No, that's just this. The news is going to finish on a high, guys. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Ten Look at oldest these people. I don't believe that's even the eight. Oh, sorry, sorry, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, old ten oldest mummies in the world. Yes, yes, Kate. Slam dunk. Now go. Ten oldest mummies in the okay, world. Okay, okay. Number ten, Ramesses the second. Year of death, twelve thirteen BCE. 
died in Egypt, Valley of the Kings. I've actually seen this. Uh, I was there in Egypt. A long so time if I want to know how old crazy. that is, since you said 1200 BC, I take we're in 2100 and I add 1200 to it. And that's a thirty. I know. That's what I'm trying mummy. to figure out. Because I'll do the math for the show. I'm good. They at don't even shit. say like exactly. Yeah, you're gonna do the math. Okay, cool. That's the math. You did the math. <laughs> uh, I'm just, just going to add two thousand to everyone to make it simple. <laughs> he was the third pharaoh of Egypt's nineteenth dynasty and ruled from twelve seventy nine to twelve thirteen. Yeah. I wonder if these are all going to be dudes. Yeah, possibly. They just say the dudes. King Tutankhamun, year of death, 1323 BC, Valley of the Kings. This is again in Egypt, discovered in 1922. Um, around Egypt the same era. Egypt is so disappointing, oh, oh, people. I think we've Egypt got to go. So we've got to go. E, I don't even know how to say this. Egdved girl, death, 1370 <laughs> BC in Denmark. <gasps> wow, let me see that. So that, that one's 3,300 years old. Okay. Then Amen isn't it Hotep? weird that Jesus was here two thousand years ago? Doesn't that that just doesn't seem very long ago? <laughs> he's not coming back for a long time. He's, he's not, not coming, coming back, back for a long, long time, time, or he's not coming yeah. back at all. <laughs> no, he's coming. The book says he's coming back, but I I don't think he's yeah. coming back for fucking like ten thousand, ten million years, ten million. We're just at the beginning of this million. shit. Yes. He he didn't even die ten million years ago, like. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's like he's he's not coming back forever. When is he coming back? Does anyone okay. know? Does it say? Does it say what year he's coming back in the Bible? Does anyone know that? Twenty twenty. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, look. See, look, 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 look. See that girl there? That's Rose Namagun Namahunas. Yeah, Thug the Rose. One with a she's head. yeah, she's UFC champion. Her agent's coming on the show tomorrow morning at seven a.m. That's eleven ten and a half hours away. <laughs> That's just hectic. saying, it's, it's actually, an omen. There's a couple of ladies Guys, on this list. that's how fucking popular this show is. Do you understand? Those are the caliber of guests I have. It's not just the great Kate Gordon and Sousa's second, second, second tier Johnny Knoxville. It's I'm having Rose's fuck a random ad for a woman, a fame woman that's so famous. I'm having her agent on the show. Next thing you know, I'll have her on the show. So hang tight, people. Okay, go on. Sorry. Yeah, you're going to have to ask her agent. To get her on the show. That's an actual woman right there. Do you reckon you have to, you'd have to pay for her to come on the show though. Do you reckon? No, but I, you know what I heard? There's a CrossFitter who lives in Australia and it's not Tia. And I heard she charges $1,500 to come on people's podcasts. She came on my podcast for free. And I don't know <laughs> if that's true, but someone else we know who has a podcast asked her to come on a podcast. And she said it was 1500 bucks. <laughs> okay. So I'm assuming it's the other big CrossFitter. That's not Tia. Yeah, the only one, maybe the only girl who maybe has a chance. Her and Laura, are the only girls that may, uh, maybe Sarah have a chance of beating Tia. So her oh. name starts with a K. Yeah, she has, she sells sunglasses. <laughs> but I, but it's, maybe I don't she just said it as an excuse to not be on that particular podcast. I, and if she did, kudos to her. Even though I was on that podcast, and it was actually the guy was pretty cool. It was weird. He's he's like not a good host, and it's a great, but he's a great host. <laughs> so weird. He's so trippy. <laughs> I can't. I think he had. He was. I really enjoyed him. God, is it, is it the coffee cast or coffee wadcast? Coffee really, wads and pods. Yeah, he's not. He, I wouldn't expect him to be a good podcast coffee, host. And then I really, pods, wads. I would be friends with that guy. Like if he was my neighbor, I'd hang with him. Okay, we're gonna land this plane. 
with number one, Spirit Cave Mummy, year of death, 9,400 years ago. I hope that's old enough for you, Savant. Location, Spirit Cave, Fallon, Nevada, sex, male, discovered in 1940. The Spirit Cave Mummy is the oldest known mummy in the world. It was first discovered in 1940 by Sydney and Georgia Wheeler, a husband and wife archaeological team. The Spirit Cave Mummy was naturally preserved by the heat and aridity of the cave it was found in. In 1997, the something or other reservation enacted the, enacted the Native American Grave Protection and Repatriation Act to claim the spirit cave mummy's remains. For nearly two decades, the tribe fought a legal battle. Da, 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 da. In 2016, the, the mummy was finally returned to the tribe after its DNA was sequenced to determine that he was related to contemporary Native Americans. How the heck do you do like how do you sequence DNA from like 9,000 years ago? That's so crazy. Um, Spirit cave it, mummy. It, so, so notice that the oldest mummy in the world is in the United States. That's because all the shit in the U.S. is better than everywhere else. So, all <laughs> And what's that word you used? It was preserved because of aridity? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, I think maybe I said aridity. Yeah, the heat and the aridity of the cave it was Spell found that for me. I want to look that up. A-R-I-D-I-T-Y. Oh, aridity. Okay, like aridity. Okay. Heat and aridity of the cave it was found in. Aridity is a nature-produced permanent imbalance in the water availability. So it means that it was just really dry in there or moist or whatever the yeah. – I think the word is, – are, are, is aridity and humidity um, interchangeable? No, humidity would mean it was moist. I feel like aridity means it was dry. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. The state of quality of ex being extremely uh, dry. Low moisture and low carrying capacity of the ecosystems. Boy, there's a really crass comment in there, but I'll, I won't, won't say it. Um, <laughs> Sevan, when are you going to have your wife on the show? She seems awesome, and I'd love to hear about her Vipassana experiences. Yeah, I know. I need to have her on. That would be cool. I need to have her on. I was Someone actually suggested I do it for the 250th show. It's probably a good idea. That's the news. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. Look at this. Someone, if you want to validate your podcast by paying $1,500 for guests, I will go ahead and get Matt. Hey, I guarantee Matt would come back for $1,500 <laughs> a show. I seriously think he would. Uh, did they, did they pay her $2,000 to, to come talking? Oh, that's a joke. Damn. Ouch. 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 I think this is, I think it's supposed to be talking elite fitness 2000. I think it's, that's, that's just a, a just, just our podcast throwing rocks at other podcasts. <laughs> I would say though, she probably gets asked to do a shit ton of podcasts and it's just like, look, if you want to pay me 1500 bucks, I'll do it. But otherwise right. like, I don't have time. Yeah. Right. And I get it. I get it. I, I, I've, there's so many podcasts that have asked me to come on and I just don't want to do it. And some of, a couple of them are actually really big podcasts and I just, I don't want to give my time. And I've tried, I've pushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I've like, pushed. this would really help. Yeah. Well, the, well, cause that's the thing. It's like getting guests onto your show is not the best way to get exposure because unless they promote or market your podcast interview with them, then it's like the only way that you get found out by having them on your show is if someone's searching for an interview that, that they were on right so like you gotta like be on if, other people's podcasts like if after or if after we had sarah on if we would have given her 20 clips and be like choose one and show it 
if we made Maybe it easy for if people. She, if she wanted to market it for you, though, it might not fit in her little social media display, though. You know? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But but I mean, mm-hmm. if, if if we let's say we did that for every guest in one out of five, let's say we just put something up there that made her look cool and we gave it mm-hmm. to her and one out of five used it. Shit, that would help the show. Mm-hmm. And we're getting better at that now. Oh, good. With the Instagram and stuff, that's what we've been getting able to share across a bunch of different audiences. Have you have you seen this new platform uh, that Facebook owns? It's called Instagram. It's so cool. So, <laughs> uh, so Facebook's changing its name to Meta. Meta, yeah, we're gonna all be in the metaverse in the next however many years. But that's we where you're gonna even... have your CrossFit NFT. <laughs> yeah, and so we won't even call it. No one will call it Facebook anymore. It'll just be called Meta. Well, no, Facebook, I think, will stay Facebook, but the company is now Meta. Well, Google, for example, is Alphabet. Oh, is it like that? Are mm-hmm. you sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, Kate is correct. Meta owns. Welcome to Meta Facebook. All right. Fine. <laughs> what is an extreme example of Meta? The definition of Meta is a person or thing that is more than a usual is is more than usual or that goes above and beyond an example meta used as oh shut the fuck up chris says the meta commercials are creepy they are creepy they are creepy i feel like anything that mac mark zuckerberg does is is a little bit creepy mm-hmm. they're um it's 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 hard so the only tv i watch these days is the ufc and it is so the forced diversity and this first like gender neutrality, this sexual neutrality that's in everything now is so trippy. It's so trippy. And by the way, that, that, that whole, I think that that gender confusion and that sex confusion, I would guess that fucking 99% of that's because of obesity. It's what people are doing to their hormones by eating too much sugar. I mean, basically, I know, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but everything you eat affects your hormones. Everything you eat. That's basically how your body um, manages your sugar levels. Every bite of food you take, you have an uh, emotional, you have a hormonal change. You have some sort of hormonal response. Everything. I don't care if it's a piece of celery or fucking a snicker bar. And so just imagine what it does to your hormones to be just drinking a 12 pack of soda every day as you're just baseline sugar. And there's, and that's the vast majority of people. And so drink enough of that. And you, if you're a dude, you become more of a chick. And if you're a chick, you become more of a dude. It's weird, right? Oh, are you going to show me? Oh yeah, here he is. <laughs> I wish he would just buy YouTube already. Maybe he does own YouTube already. Was she sleeping with the goggles on? Everyone's everyone like the shape of people's heads are going to change. <laughs> All yeah. of oh. our necks are going to be rounded out from looking at our phones, and then like the, our temples will be narrower from the straps of our VR goggles. That wasn't the if, commercial. If they're heavy, <laughs> if they're fucking heavy, oh my god, that's going to fuck everybody up. <laughs> Just wearing them all day. Hey, was that saying she was she saying she wore those and she got sick? Yeah, I don't know. I have to like look more into exactly what it was, but I chose that one because it was kind of showing like what it looked like and then how we would look, you know what I mean? Which is those goggles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just and it's the the video is titled Trapped in the Metaverse. Here's what 24 hour f- hours in VR feels like. It's a wow. Wow, she left those on for 24 hours. <clears throat> yeah, so I think those were all the clips that we were seeing when she was in it. 
Man. They're selling like real estate and stuff in the metaverse right now. Do you guys yeah, ever see super yachts? They are they are? Yeah, there's like a super yacht that sold a house for like millions. Serious? Yeah, it's so weird. Hey, do you guys ever get so sleepy and then and you're so tired and exhausted and you go out in public and you don't realize how tired you are until someone talks to you and you just like you want to run from them? Or like you like go to a coffee shop and you go to engage with the person there and like you're hardly there, like you're just so tired. You guys ever get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I I could see Susa gets that because he gets up so early to open the gym. But that's so I get up at six to do the podcast at seven. And then usually by like 10, I'm at like the skate park with my kids. And then like at noon, like I'll be somewhere with them to buy something to eat or something. And all of a sudden I realize, oh shit, like I'm running on fucking fumes. Like I can't even talk to someone. It's so weird. It's become sort of like normal for my life. <laughs> it's, made me, it's made me antisocial. Just put on a mask. Yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Six feet away. Put a mask and same on. With, same with sunglasses. I've been forcing myself to take my sunglasses off. I noticed that I wear glasses so much and I wear these glasses that tint when I go outside. That like I don't I don't like when I go outside my I forced myself now today. I was outside for like three hours and I forced myself to take my glasses off, even though I need them to see. Cause it's hard. For, is it hard for you guys to be outside in the sun? No. We don't get a lot of sun. <laughs> do you do you wear sunglasses? Mm-mm, not really, not a lot. Do you, Susa? No, yeah, no, I don't. Either. I don't recommend it. I've been living with them on for like ten years, and now every time I take them off, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have never really worn sunglasses that much. Maybe if it's like blinding while I'm trying to drive, and that sun's at that point where it's coming up and you can't see anything, I'll throw them on. But other than that, never do. Great news show, Kate. Yeah, Kate, that was good. Thanks. Great Steve. article choices. Uh. Uh, most of them. The mummy, though, man. I'm really disappointed. 800 year old mummy. But I mean, she she audible. Yeah, I think so it was just like a recent find. Okay, it was just a recent find. It was it had a great little headline. The mummy was all wrapped up with its hands and its. Ropes. I did like the way it was tied up like that. That I was sexy. that was kind of cool. Yeah, imagine just dying <laughs> like that. But you also <laughs> audibled on like in like real time, which was impressive. What? In football, it's called the audible. Like you change plays. Like all of a sudden, you're like, okay, eight hundred motherfucker. How about ten thousand? Yeah. There's one in Nevada right by your house. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll take feedback. I'll change what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't like? Yeah. Next year, next week, you can do a whole segment on the hottest women over a hundred. I'm like, ah, you took this a little too far. <laughs> I'll just give you guys like the top of everything that I can find. Uh, that mummy was unvaxxed. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys, thank you. Anyone want to call in and say goodnight to us? Just kidding. Bye. <laughs>